0: Is Polar Quest live from the heart of Brooklyn? Polar Quest is an hour-long podcast about everything in and relating to technology, with two techno experts, Eric Newman, hi, and Eugenia Kemmel. hi there. This week's episode: Transit Tech. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another Polar Quest, number seventy-six. My name is Eric Newman, and across from me is another new person. On the podcast, welcome to uh, the beautiful land of gentrified Brooklyn, where you could see buildings being built around you as we speak. <laughs> uh, and you and you are Uchenna uh, Uchenna I Am I saying that right?
1: Yeah, that's me. So you, you, say it, you say, you say. Hey, hey, everyone, Uchenna You Okay, I'm from the far away land of New Jersey. Although um, before that, this... New
0: Jersey. <laughs> oh wow. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, used to live in Staten Island. Commute's better now. Oh, okay. Ha. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go on. So, uh, just, who who are you? What what are you? What do you what do you do? Hey, I'm
1: Uchenna Kemma. I'm a lighti- I'm an industrial lighting expert. Currently, I'm right now working on major projects you've probably seen, such as Hudson Yards, World Trade Center, Empire State Building, and many more all over this great city. Wow,
0: that's. That's real work. That, I mean, like, like I say that because I write code for a living, and I, I like, I don't call that real work because that's not, <laughs> that's just typing. Like, I know code runs everything in the 21st century, but at the same time, like, it's not, it's not real work. Like, lighting and, in industrial pro- project managing. What, what did you say? Yeah, that's right. Project right. managers. But still, do you I, guys have Jira? Jira?
1: You heard <laughs> of that? I'm um, probably no, I'm sorry. Oh, honestly a lot of our stuff don't laugh even though it's modern. We're probably one of those weird shops where almost entirely a Microsoft shop and that's be- and I don't know why the founder shows it but it feels weird even though we do have all iOS equipment our back end is almost all Microsoft, which is, leads to fun
0: fun. Is it is it from the early 2000s? How'd you know? Wow. Well, I just you know, when I heard that's that's where that sentiment came from. When we were, oh, it's a whole, the whole shop's a Microsoft shop. That sounds like ASP.net in 2003. Yes. Is that, is that, is that close? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've been doing this too long. <laughs> I just like, I've been, in 2019, I almost said 1999, 2019 is the 20th year I've been, I've been working on websites and I, I just want to, I just want to kill myself. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, I can't say that. I can't say that. Um, un- Unfortunately. Um <laughs> but uh no I would have I would have I would have I would have done it already. Um but it's it's really nice to have you on because um because we met on a Facebook group. Um we're both uh numtots, mm-hmm. new urbanist memes for transit oriented teens. Mm-hmm. Uh I had previously been kicked out of that group um <laughs> due to uh, um e- expressing some kind of uh personal opinion that I had and uh, somebody, I, I remember somebody recently say uh, saying, "Eric, you have to do what you're good at." And uh, I'm really good at pissing people off, <laughs> and uh, just by being myself. And that's uh, that's not why I'm single right now, but <laughs> that's uh, it, it. It does, uh, you know. I I, I, ma- I have this this great ability to get under people's skin. I I, I don't want to make a horrible first impression with you, Eugenia, because I don't want to like. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want you to think. Or well, how is he going to do it to me now? And I'm already, I'm already here in his apartment. But um, no, it, it's. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, I've just been doing. I've been twenty years uh, something. I, oh yeah, it's like when it's like. When John Stewart started mentioning that he had been doing the Daily Show for seventeen years, and then he and then a few months later, he's like, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. No, it's understandable though. It doesn't. It didn't realize
1: it until you realize, like, I've been watching John Stewart for almost as long as I can remember, and like,
0: yeah, that's hor- It's like horrifying to think. I know, and and I remember. Uh, uh, we're similar. We're similar in age. I remember being in college in like 2007, and uh, one of the professors was like, "Oh, I bet all you kids get your news from John Stewart, don't you?" And we were like, "Yeah." And now that just that seems so anachronistic because of how the world and how information, uh, especially news, oh yeah, uh, has has changed. And the fact that there is no real news, any. I'm sorry, the real news is in that ticker that's on the text behind, underneath whatever the, is on the news channel. Oh yeah, that's the real news. But you know, uh, it's it's just people reading Trump's Twitter these days. Anyway, yeah. it's not a it's not a political
1: podcast. podcast. It's understandable.
0: Um, and I I really would like. Uh, I mean we do talk about politics as it relates to technology but this is not one of those shows that you It's play. not like we'll discuss politics now live. No, no and it's not like oh my god what did Trump do to tweet today on the toilet I mean it's just like oh, oh my. <laughs> thank you thank you, wonderful. That sound you heard by the way Jenna, came from our wonderful studio audience who we keep in the Tupperware container during the week and we take them out on Sundays just for us and I know it's been a few Sundays so they're kind of getting moldy in there we have to let them out and uh, yeah, got to get some air in there, right? Ex- exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's great. At least uh, you know they're they're still here. Um, I, I wanted to tell you actually. Um, I'm, I'm having I'm having an issue with uh, as as we are. You know, actually, let's 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 add some uh, let's add some let's add some music since uh, mm-hmm. want to talk about something okay, a little interesting. I'm working on this project called Next Train. Mm-hmm. It's um, I could actually show it to you if, it does, if my computer doesn't uh, die while loading it up uh, and trying to do this podcast at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a website or a web app, as you might say, that uh, tells you when the next train's coming. Oh, wow, it's nice. that simple. It's 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 kind of like City Mapper, but I would say better because you don't have to type in anything. Awesome. And uh, I'll just give you a, a, a look here. It actually uh, didn't load anything. That's great. So uh, I have a (laughs) problem. Oh, I didn't start the API server. All right. Yeah. Anyway, um, problem is I've been talking about this for a while, and um, it works really well for the first train. But once that first train leaves, it actually does not work as well. It doesn't clock over to the next train, and the name of the app is called. That's net sopper. Next train. Next train. If the app's called Next Train and it doesn't clock over to the next F and Train, you know <laughs> I can't. Uh, I, there's only so much you can do. <laughs> uh, so I I haven't put it out for that one reason, and uh, it's uh, but that's that one reason has like if I did put it out, it could have I mean it could have been existing this whole this whole time. Uh, here, let me see Now the API servers running. Is it going to actually? Is it still going to? Is it going to die in me? It might. Uh, Let's see Yeah Still says no It's okay I have to I have to figure that out Um Oh It's actually It's, be, it's requesting it from A host on my computer That doesn't exist It's an, an, Anyway It's a network It's a network issue mm-hmm. Um when it did work it worked really well i can't anyway i can't I, well i wanted to show you something cool that i made because it does it does uh much like uh the website i have uh called where am i mm-hmm. which kind of tracks it's where am nyc that does actually uh exist right now unless i uh, forgot to enable the uh unless i forgot to get an SSL. Server. This is, a, this is an embarrassing show already for me. <laughs> it's not embarrassing. Nothing. I'm trying to show you. Here we go. So, like, if you go to Nyc and enable location uh, services on your mobile device, it'll tell you your neighborhood, borough, three subway stops, and we're not using Google at all. <laughs> That's a really pleasant app. I feel it would be a really solid basic app to be like, "Hey, where am I?" Exactly, and that's why it's called Where Am I. dot nyc. Mm-hmm. It only works in the city. If you try to uh, if you try to access it from New Jersey, it tells you to go f yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you yeah, know, it's a New York app. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it does. Even I, the apps I, have
1: I, congestion pricing.
0: Yes. Oh, uh, you know what? It'd be funny if I, I could actually put up an alert saying you've entered the congestion zone. <laughs> um, it, I, I want to be the Rat King of New York of like these little websites. Uh, that are that are sing- the unitaskers in Alton Brown word, um, mm-hmm. but it's it's it. They, I love these websites. There's another one that I didn't make, but it, uh, it's like is the L train running dot com or something nice. like that, and it actually queries the MTA API to figure out if it's running or not. Mm-hmm. But it just like that's the that's the that's it. You just type is the L train running right now, and it just says yes or no, and that's the whole that's the whole thing. So where am I and next train are kind of in that vein of you just open the app and it does the thing that you want. It's like one of my favorite apps from Washington D.C.
1: They have an app, well, it's a website. You know, you know, website that literally is MetroOnFire.com. No, I haven't heard of that. That's really it's literally because Washington Metro before they cleaned up had an issue of catching on fire, so it got so bad. Some developer, yep, it's, <laughs> yep. oh
0: wow, and that, that's exactly the type of website I was talking about. Not yet. <laughs> 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 when was this? When when was it catching fire? When it was catching fire as recently as
1: six months ago. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. It was between garbage and poor they they deferred maintenance so they did effectively no maintenance for ten years.
0: What do you mean they did no maintenance for ten years? Every time I'd ridden the D C Metro, they were always single tracking. That's because they were catching
1: up all the maintenance they didn't do. Effectively in the O's, they did no maintenance. They effectively did no maintenance in the
0: you know the But 2000s. that's what I but that's when I I I wrote it back then. I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have uh, an aunt and uncle who used to live outside of Silver Spring, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't work for the CIA, mm-hmm. um, but maybe. And uh, no, and uh, I I was on the red line all the time, and like the red line it was at you know they don't have express trains down there, right? They just everything's double tracked yep, so they have this so, rather than cu- cutting off express service, uh, or instituting express service, they just single track, which is really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then only one train can move in one direction at a time, and you get those twenty-minute frequencies, so you don't miss your train. Well, time to <laughs> catch up on some mobile video games, I guess. Exactly, and and by the way, one thing uh, I know that this is the the first uh, show you've been on, and you're up. Op- well, well, I shouldn't invite you back until after the show's over. Then maybe you can. <laughs> that's up to you. But uh, <laughs> um, what is it? Uh, but we do have we do really like talking about trains here on Polar Quest and I think and this is finally the episode where I think we can actually really do it because uh, this episode's about transit tech and it's about new advancements and train technology and how uh, America is still kind of lagging behind while trying to catch up and do cool things at the same time which is like a fat guy in skinny jeans. I feel like, mm-hmm. like we're trying to have all this really cool technology, but then the tracks are a hundred years old. and We're not really fixing them. So, <laughs> while while your train is stuck underground, at least you'll have a USB port and free Wi-Fi. Yep, a good old you know walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. But what what is it about? Uh, I mean, is it is it the double-edged sword of unions? Is it what is it? Is it the the Russian nesting doll of subcontractors? What is it that makes it uniquely difficult? To to do any sort of uh, you know modern railway work in in this in this country, honestly, or, or even pa- New York, I would say the issue a
1: lot of New York is our wage costs as are very very high. I mean we can point to other rival cities like you know as much as we joke, oh L A doesn't have transit. We've considered transit. T- it's cars, ah, ah. but. <laughs> but yeah they made a lot of expansions rapidly and quickly and relatively maintaining only 5-10% increases over budget.
0: Do you think that was because they don't a lot of the buildings don't have basements in LA and that you can there's a lot more space geographically? Honest,
1: honestly, um yes and as much as the NIMBY said, "Oh no, we have oil wells." They're actually really good at navigating underground because LA is an active city, but Yes, there's. They still mine oil in L.A. in modern era. Really? Yeah. In the city of Los Angeles. Yes, there's a lot of weird-looking, strange buildings that are oil wells that they've hidden away. <laughs> so it's like, hey, that's a that's a weird-looking that's a weird-looking building. It's an oil
0: well. Oh, it's an oil well. You know, there's a there's a weird-looking uh, walk-up in. I think it's in Dumbo that uh, that's actually a, a like a vent. For the subway yeah
1: oh yeah i remember so i saw that on some news article. It's, it looks fascinating i want to take a picture yeah of it.
0: It, it really does and that is exactly i think that exact that exactly underscores the point that that i make about like modern aesthetic uh, modern aesthetics and when it comes to subways or when it comes to building trains versus the, the lengths they went to to make things blend in the the or make things look good or ride better even a hundred years ago I mean, the most the the, the most elegant train wa- uh, line in the world was built uh, to go from here. What is it, upstate? To um, it, it went up in Westchester. I can't remember where it was going. And they tore it down during the during the World War because of all of the steel that it used. Oh yeah. And they said that it had like a maximum four percent grade with carpet smooth rides. Yes. And they tore it all down because mm. they needed the metal mm. and. The, except for... And it still exists on, like, the last few stations, I think, on the 5 train. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at any... If you're riding the train now, even the, the new tracks, like the Acela stuff, that the new Acela tracks that are, I think, 10 years old now that go between New Haven and Boston. Um, uh, what is it? Or you're riding, like, they shut down the... Um, um, what is it? The the uh, Fresh Pond Avenue uh, yeah. Viaduct for 18 months. Yeah. And riding and taking the M train is just as slow and it's honestly louder for some reason. Oh. Like whenever a train goes over that viaduct, it sounds like nails on a chalkboard at 100 decibels. And I don't understand why nobody said why. Oh. Honestly, a lot of it's the construction. Like, you can compare well, what it do you to mean, D.C. The whole
1: thing is the construction. It's because, you know, it's not like, you know how D.C., it's all the weird modernist concrete. Or Well, that's example. also
0: because all of the stops were supposed to be uh, uh, fallout shelters, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, look at the air train, for example. I've been right by the air train. Right. And the only note you don't hear those air trains, you hear the Van Wick. And even at midnight, right, right, right. Even, it's the construction. They really, honestly, should have probably torn it out completely and built it like the air train style, which is all nice and quiet and...
0: Is the air, and the air train is still a, a conventional rail? Is it? Oh, the yeah, air train is still conventional rail, but it's all modern. The air trains, you know, but the modernist but even, technology. But even like the Long Island Railroad, when you when you walk across, when you hear one of them fly by at twice the speed of a subway, it makes half the noise. Mm-hmm. And those aren't really that new, and it's not like they're really that more that much more modern. But at the same, maybe you know what? Maybe they are. Maybe that is. Obviously, Long Island
1: Railroad was built with a lot more budget, and because you know, suburbanites, let's face it, they'll complain at anything, (laughs) so they had to dump money into that.
0: That's true, and who complains more than Jews from Long Island? Uh, Oh my God, That's my family. Uh, Anyway, um, so uh, what is it? Um, Yeah. Uh, so we we've been gone for a few weeks, but it's you know I I really uh, it's 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 I don't want this show to just be a rant, and that's been the the biggest hill to climb. Like there's so many anyone can do a podcast. It's not these microphones. Well, you know these microphones aren't that expensive. This whole setup is not that expensive, and iTunes isn't charging anybody yet. So like you can you can do it. And the, most tech podcasts, as we've mentioned time and again, are just, what is Google doing? What is Apple doing? What is Netflix and Facebook doing this week? Oh, no. And then they know well, let's, let's look at the new iPhones that are coming out sooner. Let's, let's talk about Apple Arcade. I don't give a shit. like, I like really... you know, who is going to make a new folding phone? Oh, oh. oh, the folding phone is finally coming back after 15 years. I don't... It, that's not what that's not what interests me and I, and I really think that that's not what interests a lot of people who actually work in technology one of the things that's really happened over the last decade is the consumerization of a lot of this technology mm. and I mean of just tech in general and that allows people who were who probably hated geeks and nerds when we were in grade school to now be like oh my god I'm a geek yeah, I I have I have an Apple iPhone, I have the Apple Watch, I have the iPad. I'm a total Apple geek. And like, no, you're not. You're that you just you just buy the stuff because it looks good and it's now usable for normal people. Oh yeah. Uh, and and so and they, they try and and those people have a lot of opinions and they shouldn't get to air them even though the internet is kind of a democ- Sorry, yeah, the internet's kind of a democracy right now.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I see it in in my field, for example. A lot of our older lighting tech is is extremely primitive. It did its job, but. That stuff was meant for maybe building managers, you know, guys who are used to switches. Now right. our new modern stuff has, you know, modern GUIs that look all nice. I heard
0: that you can actually control the color of the lights on the Empire State Building with an iPad app. That's correct. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. It's right. literally, there's, it's a, there's, a locked iP- there's a locked iPad on floor basically Oh, one. it's
0: one iPad? There's, Don't there's, mention where it is. Well, there's three of them. They're all locked up. But but it's not like an app
1: that that one of the developers could load on their own device. Oh no, it can. But the thing is, you'd have to you'd have to know the password. We made sure of that. So does that rotate? <laughs> Tell me that has two factor authentication. Oh I yeah, has two factor. Okay. We made sure the only monkey can...
0: one two three. That's not. A... <laughs> oh no.
1: Oh no. And it, and there's an approval approval process to literally get to the little lock safe with the iPad. Oh, then, okay. then once you get the approval, they let you open it. Then they do a test, a simulation. Then it's good. Because trust me, oh. they don't want someone being like putting like
0: Wee! that's what like, I would do. Yeah. <laughs> just go around the whole color wheel. Look at this! Wow. Yeah, that would. Yeah, it would be great for a day. Hey honey, look at this! Look what I can do! Wee! And just go <laughs> <laughs> cause the lights to burn out as they're cycling through the whole color wheel. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's 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 cool, especially on an old building like the Empire State Building. Uh, that I mean, does that even have central air? <laughs> Empire Empire
1: State Empire had forced air. It's, what does we, that mean? Essentially, you know, central air. Um, there's you know traditionally large AC units on top of a building. Right. It's forced air, so there's air there's air circulation units around that force air through and they force heat through. But the ACs are, are they, weird. Are they the top, Where are they in the building? Their their circulator units are in basement like C four. It's okay. like in a well, super deep level. Where is the air being drawn in? The air is being drawn in. There's various. There's various vents on the on like the lower levels of the ba- on the lower levels, and there's two huge circulators somewhere on the
0: air, somewhere. Oh, okay, so if someone pisses in one of those grates on the sidewalk, um, is the, it going to make the, its way into the air
1: supply? No, and the night the nice port the nice port authority police officer will talk to you.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I try not to piss publicly in Manhattan. Oh no, that's no, that's not a. Yeah,
1: Empire State has its own between its own private police force, and I'm pretty. Sh- I'm just waiting for like the government when they're gonna permanently buy because they've been renting an office out forever. They just need which part just,
0: of the government has been renting it out?
1: Um, betwe- there's uh FBI, there's an FBI sub, there's an FBI sub office, and then I'm not sure it's some agency that has it, but they don't
0: talk. They don't talk much, but they provide security for it. Oh. Well, if the if the government decide like randomly cleans house one day and leaves, you might want to as well, because <laughs> then they they'll, they're either planning something or they know something. Yeah. <laughs> That's not- if I see
1: that office, good. It's like I'm going. Where are you going? I'm going to Lancaster. Why? I'm going. No to- reason.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no reason. Just uh, you know, don't don't come to the office between no uh, <laughs> between nine and eleven tomorrow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh. Anyway. I, by the way, I had, a, I had a gig where I worked in the New World Trade Center for, for a bit, and the first day around, my boss was giving me the tour, and he said with a complete straight face, he, get, he says, "You know, we actually we see a lot of planes around here, a lot of nice planes and helicopters." And I burst out laughing. He's like, "Hey, no 9/11 jokes." I'm like, "You said it. I didn't say anything." Exactly. I would be I like, have, "I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said planes." Exactly. Anything. I wouldn't I would even say, say airport. I would just like, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, but it's just, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know. It's kind of funny. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, it's a, it's a, uh, the new World Trade Center is new, but it's, it's sterile. It's, it just doesn't. It's... The problem is it was designed to be very ultra secure. And so you can't have things that look good on the, an ultra secure
1: building. The problem is all the designers were like, oh, it looks, it's supposed to look, you know, respectful.
0: So they made it a, a, a box. Pretty with bo- the With a giant phallus on top. <laughs> That's respectful. A giant penis antenna that hey, makes it, that it allows it to make it the largest building. Isn't it shorter than the old World Trade Center?
1: Um no, it's a it's a it's only like two or two stories taller. Because old World Trade oh, Center the, was
0: Oh, it's taller. In yeah. two by two stories, okay.
1: Yeah, cuz World World Trade Center wasn't th- old Trade World Trade Center wasn't that that tall. I think it was only 50 It's it's like 1500. It's 1500. Okay, but I knew it had it had at least 100 floors and that's what it was. Yeah. So, but to be fair, you know how all these new buildings cheat up their height, right? Oh, a lot of buildings have you know industrial floors. So
0: floors were like oh yeah, and in fact, so does that building where the where it has like elevator? Uh, like there's I think there's a few floors that are vents. Yeah, and then there's a few, and then there's like a couple floors that are just for elevators, elevator yep. shaft. Yep, there's a couple machinery floors. It's like it's only like three, and that wasn't. I mean, how, I mean, didn't they need that honestly back then? <laughs>
1: Um, back then, back then, like no. in the seventies. Oh no! In the seventies, it was designed differently, and that they said that's probably why it collapsed because the elevators did were cores. So they had like you know
0: central core, side core. That's no, I don't. I know nothing. About, I write code. I type for a living. This is okay. like I said, you do real work, you channel. Like that's like. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I know nothing about this. Yeah. So elevators used to or now are
1: done in cores. Elevators used to be done in cores, so you built, you had the core, you had your core elevators, and then you maybe had a couple side elevators. Okay. And now what do they do? And now it's now we've gotten a way that we can do, say, distributed shafts. So we can we have okay, let's have say one shaft, two shaft, three shaft, four shafts. So you know, in the long building where you say elevators this way, this way, this way, right? And some super tall buildings. We'll, say, have elevators that only go up to, say, elevators from zero to, like, 30. And then you have to get another one. Yeah. And, and then maybe the super fancy ones will have the elevators that go all the way up. Huh. Although it's a known issue that we probably can't build a building much taller than Burj Khalifa because of the elevator paradox.
0: What's the elevator paradox?
1: The taller a building gets, the more and more, by proportion, the building has
0: to be to have more space delegating to be elevators. that's... that's, Okay. I've heard of that, at least. Where it's Mm -hmm. like every 10 floors, you need, like, one floor for an elevator, and that decreases with the amount... Like, that decreases exponentially, or increases exponentially with the amount of floors. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you can see, like, there's a significant amount of floors on the New World Trade Center that are vents and maintenance, mm because they just have them on the outside instead of windows. Mm Mm-hmm. Um anyway it was nice it was nice while i got to cut through the p stream of people from new jersey getting in i'm sorry every day every day from the path train like they were so important um and and all of the tourists that were taking pictures were like excuse me i work here i've got important things to do yes Mm -hmm. um and then and then i got fired but that's another story um yeah speaking of speaking of media companies i've read uh every week for the last couple of months at least one media company has been laying people off and i i I, be, I really believe this is the end of the 20th century media model and what do you think honestly i am shocked that it took this long i felt that
1: i felt that Baby once the internet still alive. i felt like once the internet became a thing it would be the perfect paradox and it didn't help the ad is not helping at all the ad I'm assuming Okay so the ad is a known Phenomena where Apparently a bunch Of websites were Faking who were Viewing ads through Deceit like Like running Autoclare like running autoplay ads in you know little videos for below like cell phone apps, oh, I inflated see what you're views, and because once they realized a lot of these ads are fake, a lot of the value of online ads plummeted, which was you know the only but modern the, source. The,
0: the thing is, is that the, it's still bullshit. Like I'm sorry, I'm trying not to curse on this. We try to make we try to do a family friendly atmosphere or PG thirteen atmosphere or something, mm-hmm. like that. but it's BS because everybody still kind of cheats especially when it comes to display advertising and you can buy traffic. Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen, um, this was floating around uh, the internet a couple of weeks ago. There's like this bet, this like, it's like, looks like a giant vending machine in China with capacitive swipers. And it just like, you can, oh, yes, that's how yes. you can buy traffic. That was ads. the most infamous. Yeah. You know, the literal ad farm, it's farms. a literal ad farm with phones. It, farm. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. And, and so that's what's going on now. Uh, I, 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 the people there were people who 10 years ago said that display ads were not meant to work on the internet and a lot of media companies spent the last 10 years trying to move crowbar their 20th century media linear tv model into the 21st century active non-linear mm-hmm. digital world and we can see that it's just not it's not working it's not working
1: well, and ironically, the only model that probably is a close thing is the rate. You know, the, the old fashioned 1950s radio model, i.e., where the interstitials. You, yeah, interstitials. Well, uh, where let you me be- ask you this, Yuchen. When was the um, last time that you uh, backed up your computer? Last time
0: I backed up my computer, Hmm, probably two days ago. Two days ago? Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, you know, if you. Um, if you you have Carbonite, it backs up your stuff automatically to the cloud. And if you go to www.carbonite.com and click on the radio microphone in the upper right hand corner and enter promo code Pulverquest, you'll get nothing because we don't actually have an affiliate deal with them. But uh, it's one of those interstitial ads that you kind of can't get away from uh, unless the person doing it is is being too sanitary, like Mark, oh. like Mark Marin. Yeah, I can't like his ads. He has he has pre roll, he has mid roll ads, he has the radio interested, like. Uh but I don't I can't listen to them because they just sound so dry. However, Bill Burr has the same sponsors. Exactly the same sponsors. Um okay, give or take, for the most part. And the way he reads the ads by messing up constantly, by cursing through them, is a much more entertaining ex- entertaining ex- experience to listen to. And a lot of those sponsors don't get it. But I'll use his promo codes over Marin's every day of the week because oh. I'm not listening to the – it doesn't sound like I'm listening to PBS.
1: No, I know. I've seen – see, I was – you got me that clever ad. I was about to help you out the ad. I was like, oh, okay. I'm a <laughs> podcast ad.
0: Okay, I know the drill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, and, and I, I've been to a, a workshop where uh, we talked – they were talking about monetizing podcasts. We're like, once your podcast becomes successful, like what, what is a uh, – what is, what is a successful podcast? And they're like, oh, um, you know. Uh, you know, 10,000 10, uniques a month. I was like, that's. Uh, well, to be fair, fair honestly, to get once you beat a, a
1: certain point, Squarespace will probably send you an email saying, hey, we're Squarespace. We'd like to work with you.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Like I, there's I, a
1: YouTuber who's actually done a video on like because, you know, he's actually he, he didn't expect to blow up. And he's doing a video on, you know, how he's committed to perfect transparency. So, uh-huh. you know, he does things like this is how my ads work because I yes he says yes I have ads it helps out but right. I want to say hey this is I only put ads that I would use myself sort of thing.
0: Right and and I think a lot of a lot of um mm-hmm. when when the radio style ads come up in podcasts the more scrupulous podcast house will will typically only select the ads that they uh, that they actually... The the ads or products that they, or services that they actually use. Unlike back in the world of radio where you just kind of... You didn't even have control over your own sponsors so you just kind of had to shill the stuff that the station made you. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Eric Newman here for... I don't know. Yeah, it's like, you know... Like sec. The- did you have a... Did you have too much to eat last night? Well, don't we all? Huh? <laughs> well, guess what? If you have... The, okay, I'll stop. Or like, uh, you know, like I was listening to 1010 Wins. You know, like that sort of ad. Like those sort of ads. Yeah. But I... It's, it's, I, I, but that's, that's another, it's that's another instance of what I said about they're taking the radio model and they're just uh, moving it over to podcasting. And it works, it's kind of working now, except that the podcasts that are successful have the same sponsors, which is indicative of a monoculture, so Mm -hmm. maybe it's not working, but um, it's a stopgap measure until whatever the the true native monetization platform comes about for this medium, and it's kind of like how movies rep- the early movies replicated stage plays. They looked a lot like stage plays because they didn't quite understand. The, the medium of film and the, the advantages of film over uh, over the obvious things. I mean, I
1: feel like, you know, Patreon, for example, though, is I feel the closest thing to a future stable monetization.
0: No, path. because of the amount of people that they've banned in the last few months for crossing whatever line that they have ran arbitrarily determined. That's true, that's true. I, do, I do, did and, see all those videos And this on that. leads right into my free speech segment, which is not sponsored by InfoWars, but maybe I can get Alex Jones as a sponsor. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I, I just don't. For I breaking no- the condition. Oh <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. They've <laughs> been making radioactive cows for 25 years. I can't. There's only so much of him I could take. Mm. And um, I know he had that like five-hour rant with Joe Rogan. Uh, I, there's like, he, uh, doesn't understand that you still have to, uh, do cardio in addition to working out. <laughs> you can't eat steak and ribs and then just lift weights and drink beer and pretend like you're not, you don't have to do anything else. Oh no, no. So he's, so you can tell he's, he's definitely, he's definitely, he's definitely, I don't even know. Like he's like, sw- he's got muscle now. I think but the he's term just, is like
1: bear mode almost. Yeah.
0: He's, but, he, but the th- thing is
1: lumberjacks at least, the thing is lumberjacks eat like crap, but at least they're also walking hundreds of miles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and. Alex Jones is is not. Um, So his voice already sounded like uh, a boat motor. And he's, because of of his uh, recent misgivings, let's call it, um, and uh, he's he's probably smoked too many cigarettes and has a phlegm problem that's analogous to me, uh, who has a major phlegm problem because I'm Jewish. And... um, and so listening, I could only listen to like 35 seconds of him on Joe Rogan, even though it was like a five hour episode, because it was just like, it was like, so Alex, how's, how's it going? Well, well China is going gonna, is gonna to, ta- and he's like hard swallowing every three words. And At least just like, like, I thought I, it was they're just gonna, me. They're going to take their kids and they're going to sell them down to the rip her. And like, and I just can't like, he does that enough times. I can't.
1: I thought it was just me. I was like, everyone's
0: like, everyone's like, you gotta listen to this. I'm like, I can't. I'm glad, I'm glad there's someone else. I, it's, 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 I have, I, even though I, I'm a loud person who does a podcast, I, I'm very sensitive to noise. Uh, and there's th- some things that when, once they, tr- it's called misphonia. It's a real disorder, but there's, it's not like there's a cure for it. Except if people just didn't talk with their mouth, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> just blow your sf- nose. Like, anyway. Um, if, uh, where was I where was I going with this? Um that there's like there's things that I I legit, legitimately can't listen to, like Penn's Pen uh, Gillette's podcast. His his is another one where I caught on to his breathing pattern. He would take these like giant <gasps> breaths in between sentences, and he would also really loudly sip tea throughout the entire podcast. Yeah, and yes. so just listening to it just kind of passively, all yeah. I would hear is
1: <clears throat> and then yeah, you're supposed to, like, you know, pull away if you're going to do that. Right. Otherwise, it just sounds
0: like... It sounds like and that's yeah. obnoxious. It is, but it's also... But between that and his breathing patterns, which you can't really tell someone to breathe differently, mm-hmm. uh, especially if it doesn't bother them. But, like, I couldn't listen. I had to stop listening to his show. I can understand and that, and that's really terrible because I love the guy. He's great. He has fantastic insight. He has a very standard kind of podcast where he has his tangential friends that were on like an episode of Penn and Teller's mm-hmm. bullshit, or like someone who's also a magician, and they're all as you know sucking his dick, and it's just like trying to you know oh remember that time we played uh, whatever it was and it's, I anyway. Mm. Um, you uh, back back to Patreon and Alex Jones. The thing about The thing about it is, it's like that, um, it's like that, that, I guess it was a poem, uh, or, uh, hold on, uh, or it was a short story from the Holocaust, where it was like, first they came for the socialists and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a socialist, and then they came for the Jews because I didn't speak out because I wasn't a Jew, and then they came for me, yada 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 and it's like and then at the end and then they came for me but there was no one else this is what's going on now in media because the internet and the web and i need to make this distinction the uh aren't the same thing and the internet is still for the most part pretty democratic you want to have your own web server and you know you can access it via an ip address and from anywhere in the world that's great But no one's really going to find it unless you're on the web, and the web is now being controlled by a small college of corporations that all have similar kind of... um, Mentalities. Similar mentalities along with paranoia over fan bases because there's so few of them, they have to now appeal to so many different types of of people, some of whom might just naturally conflict with each other. It's the paradox of success. I mean like a good example is like let's
1: say Reddit. Reddit is one of the largest web Reddit effectively has eaten the idea of modern web forms. You know, back in um, back in our time when you had to go to www. I don't know, like gears.com. Dig? Yeah, di- yeah, Reddit ate dig. But the thing is the age of aggregation because right. one website has to do everything and one and
0: fundamentally we're reaching a point where you can't do that. And Reddit has become so mainstream where they where they're running into Bigger problems because they have to they have to lock comments on subreddits or take them down entirely because they're 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 too problematic or, or they're too conflicting, they're too engaging. And so this yep. is exactly what I'm talking about. Everyone laughs at Alex Jones and I, like I said, have no sympathy for him and the fact I, I understand these are private companies. They have the ability to do refuse service to whomever they want. That's fine. However, you laugh at Alex Jones, you laugh at the anti-vaxxers, but I would say that almost, and I have to, I, I try not to speak in absolutes, but almost everybody has something that they irrationally believe, and when you laugh at people irrationally believing their thing, and you have your irrational beliefs, <laughs> look at those anti-vaxxers said by someone who's 300 pounds who thinks that healthy at every size is true, mm-hmm. you know, or, or people um, who use strobe bike lights despite any scientific study proving their safety, like, a marginal safety over just a regular light. Stuff like that. Oh no, no, it's it's brighter, so it's 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 safe. No, it's not. It's provably not exactly. safer. They ban them in like they banned them in Berlin. They ban them in Seattle. They ban them in places because they're too much of an annoyance. But no, 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 it's it's safer. It's brighter and it's safer, and that's that's it. Or like the
1: motorcycle version. like loud. My big loud Harley is safer. No, if you want to be safe, just have your vest have reflective on it. You're right. allowed, especially now that every car has been designed to be your perfectly silent cocoon. Right, you can barely hear unless the guy's literally right next to you and he's already run you over. He's that close. Well,
0: and that's why, like the Teslas, they have to, they have to, they have, to, they have speakers to make the sound of the car because mm-hmm. they don't make any noise. Yeah, so and pedestrians walking the streets, like, boom. Exactly. Oops. You won't even hear them, especially if you're wearing headphones and you're also texting at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really tough. Um, but I, I wanna I, I must mention that while I have a, uh, a a certain dislike for cyclists that does not include bikers, uh, there was a time I was walking I, I uh, every once in a while I'll walk from here to Coney Island, which is about thirteen miles, and uh, get a get a hot dog and fries when I'm when I get there at Nathan's. Anyway. Um, it's worth it. It's thirteen miles. I feel like No it's, no no you know, you're good. Like, No, you've more than burned up the calories. <laughs> you're good. So one one of these times I was walking down to Coney Island. I pass this biker bar, and it's a bunch of these. It's 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 the Brooklyn bikers, and they actually have the, the jackets, and it says on the back, Brooklyn biker apostrophe s. And I didn't want to be like, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Did you know that you have an unnecessary apostrophe on your? I'm not gonna mm-hmm. know. I know. I at least know better than that. Mm-hmm. But I, I I I feel like my 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 strong uh, dislike of this, uh, like. In, in addition to the straw... like in, like, there's a certain kind of milieu that it's not. It's not people who ride bikes. It's like it's cyclists, like the cyclist culture, the wearing lycra to run across the George Washington Bridge, which I actually did. I walked across the bridge. Um, to go to a funeral. It was really sad. My uncle uh, lived in Fort Lee, and he died. I'm after. so sorry. So it's it's okay. When I and I was so I was walking. Um. I was going to meet up with them in Fort Lee. And so I just said, well, I'll take the A train and walk over the bridge. And so I, and I was in a suit, but it wasn't hot that day. So it was okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. And I was the only person not wearing Lycra on that bridge at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And the amount of people that almost hit me as they have, as they're in the Lance arm, it's these like, it's these, Lamps, it's these Armstrong it's, lights. it's not even, it's not even the lights. Cause it was, it was, the sun was out, but it's the Lance Armstrong costume even though they're an overweight 45-year-old Gen Xer who probably has no more testosterone left with all of the sitting between the lycra and the bike seat like <laughs> there's got to be nothing there <laughs> anymore and they're just zooming just like zooming past you and there's signs all over the place about you know yields to pedestrians they have the right of way on the bridge blah blah, blah 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 they don't care yeah and i the amount of times i almost got hit some guy was like, "Yeah, hey, go out, go ahead for some." Like, yeah. Guess what? Like, I I, 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 wish I could have that, like, that, like mother rage when her child is about to die and just lift up their bike and throw them over the bridge with them on it. hmm Hey, they put a net there. You're good. They put a net there, so I can't. They've increased the fencing around the GW bridge too in oh, yeah. the last year or so, and that's yep. that's I like it. It it gives me a, a a bad feeling. I know. I saw that. It's like the.
1: I think they're going to put more netting on the Verrazano now, too. And that's awful. I'm like, it's yeah, it,
0: there's, there's I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but it looks like it looks like it's a daily occurrence the way that they've fenced it up. It got it got um, no.
1: um, They said it's a, you know, copycat syndrome. The news reported Who it
0: copycats jumping off a bridge. It's a weird. It's a weird phenomenon. Are they are they at least doing like a Snapchat while they're flying down? Hey, check this out. And then it just suddenly... And then, they, and then when they die, it cuts out. Like, I don't know. Like, what happened? I yeah, guess it's a weird, suicide contagion. And for some reason, bridges are weird like that. Let me... Okay, let me ask you this. this. This is going to definitely sound callous and not... And it's going to sound more callous than my hatred of cyclists. There may be too many people here. <laughs> if a few of them decide to jump off the bridge, you know, there's a little bit more space for the rest of us. You truly
1: have embraced New York mentality.
0: I mean, I mean look, my mom's from the Bronx, my dad is from Fort Lee in, in in Long Island. I am a reverse New Yorker. I grew up in South Florida. That's why I sound like an old Jewish lady because <laughs> I even worked at a nursing home in Palm Beach when I was in high school. I'm not they call it God's waiting room for real. That's like a real that I'm not I'm not even kidding. No, that's, I know. That's the, like, the, the that's joke a,
1: is it's like if New Yorkers send their old people our old people to Florida,
0: just Midwesterners send their old people to Arizona. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and uh, actually, there's a lot of Midwesterners on the west coast of Florida. Because 75 goes up to uh, Detroit. And then oh. it goes down to, like, Naples or something like that. Huh. And then 95 goes up to Maine. Anyway. it's a, it's. I've been to the Gulf Coast of Florida, like, twice. Even though I lived there for 20 years. It's a different... You just kind of fly back to New York and then come back there. Mm-hmm. No, it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's a, Florida's a weird state, but I don't want to spend too much time talking about them. Because we can talk about so many other things. Like, um... Like Alex Jones again. And, uh, what is it? Um, one of the things that's come out about... Oh, I'm sorry. The the biggest... Something about, uh, uh, really quickly about free speech. Uh, Prince Harry wants to ban Fortnite because he says it's too addicting. And see, the thing is... The they fort- can do that because they don't have laws allowing the freedom of the press in England. Yeah, UK has no constitution. UK they has- have the Magna Carta, but that's a little old... Like, 12-something? That- yeah, 12-something. Twelve something, yeah. But I didn't think about that then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on. But yeah, it's like you know,
1: it's like, hey, there. And the thing is, there's measures you can take, but banning it, no. You can just ban their loot boxes and all that, not like the entire game. Cause well, they sued, yeah, and
0: they and they were sued rightfully for that, which is fine. Why ban a game? Because yeah, Prince Harry urges parents to take action and have their children interact more with the outside. world. haven't I heard? have we heard this our entire lives? Mm-hmm. Go outside and play, you scum kids. What are you doing on the Nintendo? What are you doing on the internet? What are you doing? And then they're the
1: same parents. It's like, um, they're the same people like, I saw some kids playing outside. Um, I'll call the cops. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Stop having fun outside. Go outside and play. You're right. It's those same It's those same people. Just like the people who are complaining about fascism now actually really want an authoritarian government or just one that agrees with them mm-hmm. and not one that they think is actually... Mm-hmm. Happening. Uh, the, pe- the people who hate cops, and then if you say hi to them on the subway, they, they want to call a cop. Like those people. Oh yeah, I've seen those people oh, all the time. Yeah. Oh, uh, all cops are uh, all cops are bastards. Okay. Um. How how are you doing today? Oh my god. Oh my god. You're talking to me. I need. I need. I need. I need to talk to a cop. Or it's like, like
1: so. Or it's like when they see Showtime me. It's like again. They're like, oh my god. Where's the cops? Where are the cops? I'm like, it's Showtime. It's a thing.
0: Oh. You know, the, yeah, the, the, subway, yeah, yeah. the subway, it's like I always and I every I have a unique talent of figuring out which car on the subway. Yes. Oh, no. It's like the subway's <laughs> like, nope. Oh, uh, yeah. I, and yeah, exactly. I, I always I always pick the one that has the showtime or the, the the homeless guy or the someone who has the flu. That's those are the worst because like they usually have that holy crap cough like after you sit down. Mm-hmm. If you're, or if you're, or if you're just standing right in front of them, and then you can hear their lungs just like <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> closing like oh no. But um, yeah, that's uh, I don't know. That's why I carry hand sanitizer in all my bags. That's why I wear gloves in the subway in winter. But now that it's fifty, sixty degrees outside, I, I can't. Mm. Then people are going to want to call the cops, even though they hate fascism and they hate cops. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a brutal irony? And that's exactly why I have this free speech segment on the podcast because. It's, it's going, it's going away. The amount of people, the, there was a poll, and I, I've mentioned this a few times, but not, not to you, so I get to do it again. Uh, there was a poll that came out a few years ago that more than half of college students don't support free speech, because free speech also means hate speech. And even though the things that they say can be very hateful, mm-hmm. it's allowed. They allow it. So it's fine, because they allow it, which is fascism. That's why George Carlin correctly called political correctness fascism with manners. Because Mm. that's basically...
1: That's what it is. As I said, look at, like, the most fascist organization you'll ever see is a homeowner's association.
0: Oh, yes. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, you have the... You're not allowed to fly a flag on this day. Well, I was... I'm a veteran. We don't care. (laughs) But Mm. then you'll also have people on the flip side. uh, Sarah Silverman, uh... Uh... What is it? I I didn't watch her. I watched her show ten years ago, but I know she has like a like an "I Love You America" show on HBO. Yeah, there's somewhere at yeah, HBO. It's not a Netflix special. Yeah, and um and she has this whole bit about this time that she saw her neighbor putting up a flag and she was like put off by it. And he's like, "What is there? I mean, it's, you're living in America. Is this a this a problem?" And she's like, "Right." Right, no, no, it's it's fine. It's just isn't that isn't that weird when somebody puts up a flag? No, it's weird when you make it weird that someone's exactly. putting up a flag. It's not like say it's like if it was like a Nazi flag, I'd be like, right. okay, I might be concerned. People, right? It's 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 and that goes all that goes back to Charlottesville, where it's like it was the Nazi flags against the communist flags, and I was wondering where are the American flags? We're not either of those, mm-hmm. but I, I like I, I, if people are, are like their sentiment. About the Confederate flag Is starting to pivot towards the American flag Which Call me a nationalist I like uh, our country For better or for worse Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of all the things it does But nobody should be Mm -hmm. Except for people like George Bush Who's now dead Mm -hmm. Oh wow I just realized you're right Wow Yeah a lot of secrets died with him Mm -hmm. He's the only person who didn't know where he was the day that Kennedy was shot Oh my god And he was in Dallas and he was the director of the CIA really makes you think he has a director's cut of the Zapruder film in his home anyway uh, moving on to Europe (laughs) so we're going back to Europe so England despite Brexit they're still going to be very fascistic with uh, what you can say and what you can... I mean, they're, the, they're, the, they're the country that's advocating people report other people for saying, for online comments that are offensive, and then the police are going to show up at your house. And that's not even a meme. That's
1: actually, actually has happened. I thought, oh, ha, ha, ha oh, internet, you're have oh, I'm 4chan. having a giggle. Yeah, it's like a 4 prank. No, it's real. And I'm like, oh, then literally the official Midlands Police, which is a, a police department about... Thirty miles north of London, actually says, we have sent an officer over to this person's house, and they showed up a, a cell phone picture of the officer knocking. I'm like, and I looked it up the page, and the you know the transparency said this page is officially. I'm like, oh my god, he's not memeing
0: me. Very serious. Yeah, that's I, yeah, so. People are so concerned about the Second Amendment in our country, but I'm more concerned about the First Amendment and the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment. And I think that regardless of what happen, happens to number two, one, four, and five are definitely in big jeopardy. Um, and and they're, it's all going to be about the kids. It's all going to be for safety. And that's kind of what the next thing uh, to talk about, uh, Article 13, where it's, an e, it's another EU regulation. Oh, great. And it's another way for them to make money, which is, you know, they need it. And... Um, So now um, it passed by I think a very, very low margin of votes, like five votes allowed it to pass. And then 10 MEPs from, where was it, Sweden? Yeah, it was a bunch of Swedes. Uh, Said that they... Yeah, the vote uh, failed by five votes and ten MEPs, Ministers of European Parliament from Sweden, said that they made a mistake. Which they're allowed to do, but it doesn't actually change the effect. They don't get to take their vote back because they hit the wrong button, so it doesn't matter. Isn't that nice? So this Article 13 uh, basically requires companies to process the uploaded content before it's distributed, which is basically impossible at the scale and nuance that it's that it's happening today like the closest filter they have
1: are there's the ones that already exist for the close i mean you know they only have the most advanced filters are the you know the child pornography one and the terrorism ones those are the most advanced filter everything and even those obviously don't catch everything obviously (laughs) and those literally those are one of few things that
0: everyone internationally says okay yeah we no one this material shouldn't exist and then, yeah, and then they pull in Orwell, and they just you know remove it from all the newspapers. But the thing is, is that um, I understand the point. I understand why the EUers you know want to do this. It's to protect the kids. It's to protect the public, which is exactly what they said hundreds of years ago when those rules about getting the permission from all of the printers before you were able to print stuff, or publishers before you were able to publish a work of yours, which only kind of entroches, in, entroches right? the. Cabal of the five companies that own the media space, or back then, the five companies that had owned the publishing space because they had the printers. And so, uh, it's it, what's interesting is rem, uh, what I said about the web versus the internet. By the way, the creator of the World Wide Web, Tim Berners Lee, also spoke out against Article 13, but nobody listens to him. Yeah, i um, the guy, but the guy who literally invented it, yeah, the guy who's like, yeah, whose name is on it. As as well as Jimmy Wales, who who uh, co-founded Mozilla, and the the art the Wayback way Machine guy Mitchell Baker, um, and uh, oh sorry I had that wrong. Rick, uh, Jimmy Wales did Wikipedia, Mitchell Baker did Mozilla, and then uh, the Wayback Machine guy was Brewster Call, Kale? K A H, Kahle. Yeah, and it's when you see like the EFF in the
1: United States um, sending friend, you know, saying briefs, saying this is a terrible idea. Right, but the
0: EU. Only see dollars in their eyes because I want to. I want to see the pie chart of their revenue that comes from our country via their stupid fines and regulations that we have to deal with because we're, we decided to do business with them. Sovereignty is one thing, but the amount—I mean, it's in the—it's a nine or ten or possibly eleven-figure number. That that American companies have to pay the EU every year because of some backwards regulation that's impossible to follow, just so the EU can get money. Well, you're seeing a rebellion against that. You notice well, that's you know, Brexit. Well, but Brexit, G- but that's I mean, but Britain invented the status quo. They're not going to do anything about it. No, I mean, well, a lot of American companies, you know, the GDPR. A lot of American
1: companies saying that's it. We'll simply block Europe. Like a lot of American. Companies, that's unsustainable, though. Uh, I mean, a lot of American companies have simply said it's not worth the, the international. There's a compliance cost, and once compliance costs reach a certain point, that money, they'll just say, we're not paying it. The G, um, we're going to, mark my words, we're going to see a lot of companies start blocking Europe because they don't want to play with
0: compliance costs. Yeah, but the big ones still are going to. You're, gonna te- you're telling me Netflix is, is going to turn off Europe? I don't think so. Oh, no. Netflix- I think Amazon or Apple or Google or Facebook are going to do that? No, and that's kind of, and, and that's what the EU wants because when they tax those companies at a percentage of their annual revenue, which is what the fines equate to, then it's again, it's a nine, ten, eleven-figure number, and that's the amount of money that these stupid officials need that call themselves public service to jet set all over the world, servants to jet set all over the world. I mean, it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. So let's end it there. Um, okay. That was a long time. Usually, don't spend this much this this much time at the top of the show. Um, what? First, what first live? What? Yeah. Okay. I just okay. turned off music. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I can put something else on. But, no, 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 just, no, no. You know, Sounds good. You want to just kind of transition between bits. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Uh, since uh, you have a lot to say about uh, about transit and about about New York in general. Why don't we uh, take a minute and talk about some local news with our New York Minute, where we do the thing I just said. Uh, Head of the subway, head of the MTA, MTA President Andy Byford, the guy who uh, we're sucking his soul out every single day that he lives in this town, says that the NIMBYs in New York could actually ruin his plan to fix the subway because they don't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel?
1: Honestly, it's just the same man, Because the man is a miracle worker He literally went, he took Toronto's system Which was decrepit and old And he forcibly dragged into the modern age And now when I visit Toronto Which I'm going to do in a month from now It's going to be really good and modern What are you going to do in Toronto? Oh, I'm visiting a bunch of my Canadian friends um, I'm doing a bunch of photo shoots And they're dragging me around the city Oh
0: that's cool. I'm taking a trip in a few weeks, and I was thinking about Toronto, but I was like, "Why? What would I? I don't have any friends there. I've oh, I've been to Montreal a couple of times, but like, I don't I don't know what I would do in Toronto other than buy legal weed, which I can do in Portland, <laughs> which is where I'm going. Anyway, um, what what is there to do in Toronto? I know it's a big town. I don't want to a just crap of, on a it, lot of, like, a lot of Toronto was you can. There's a lot of
1: good tourism down, good tourism main city. Good food to eat, but that's a
0: lot of places. Honestly, the biggest thing. Why, about- why would I? Why would I need to get the extended, dri- enhanced driver's license? Why would I need to actually? I need to do it anyway. Renew my passport to go to Toronto when I could get a similar experience just by flying out west for a few days. Honestly, I would say Toronto. The feeling.
1: The feeling's a lot better. Toronto is a. Toronto is what would happen if New York City. Imagine New York City. If we kept our trolleys with better with people with better personalities, but
0: Toronto has like two hundred thousand people, doesn't it?
1: I just realized Toronto probably does have less people than probably Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Correction.
0: Yeah, they have. That's and that's that's. I'm sorry. They have six. Uh, no, nope, two point five. Wow. I'm sorry. Uh, in the city, two point seven million people. That's mm-hmm. enough. That's enough for a real city mm-hmm. with a subway system. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that's about the same as, as Philly has, I think. Yeah, so okay, Philly, but that's about the same as Brooklyn has, just on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so think of it, So think about that. But I don't. I don't know. I guess it's just the same kind of like museums, nature, mm-hmm. dinners, bars, kind of.
1: Yeah, travel. I don't know. It's not honestly the Canadian city if you want to just do the. Historic experience is Montreal. Montreal yeah, is and the, I've, I've been there a times. the historic city.
0: Montreal, but the the, you know, the the thing about I mean, I've been there a couple times, and I would I, I do appreciate uh, Anglo Canada because <laughs> Montreal is the closest I can go to feel like an ignorant American yes. without going very far. Oh yeah, it's still definitely North America, and uh, Parisians don't like Québécois with their their accent, it's, it sounds like you're sucking a dick. Like it just really it sounds. Oh oh, oh. Oh, yeah. But and they're not the best, the nicest people. But at the same time, you're right. Culture capital, fantastic city, walkable, very walkable city, um, and great all the other stuff. Oh yeah. Museums, music, food. Mm hmm. Um, Okay. How are you getting to Toronto? Are you going to take the train? Honestly, um, the only reason I can is because I have to work that day, so I have to
1: fly. Otherwise, I typically do take the day train. Really. Yeah, it's actually a How that long bad. does that take? Twelve hours. It burns a day. If okay. they had a night train, I'd um, that's the one and thing. Sleepers. If they had a night train, yeah, I'd definitely sleep. It'd leave work, sleep, and I'd wake up in Toronto in the morning.
0: That's not that's not bad.
1: Yeah, it's twelve hours. Twelve hours is not bad for a trip that long because driving, the I've done the drive and it's ex you you've done it. It's exhausting. Yeah. 'Cause good old upstate New Yorkers I like to call it, wow, this state is big. <laughs> Wow, that's not
0: clocking over yet. Come on, the exit. What? Why is this still? It's still here. No, and I don't even.
1: I drive through. I take the Jersey route, then you drive up through the southern tier. I was like, Oh,
0: okay. There's nothing here but windmills. Wow, you know, I haven't. I haven't taken that route, but uh, that was a Top Gear episode. No, it was going to Buffalo. Not so. Not too far away from Toronto. They raced. uh, It wasn't Top Gear. It was the Grand Tour, the Amazon version Mm -hmm. with the Top Gear people. You ever used to watch it? Yeah, Top Gear. Yeah, yeah the Jeremy Clarkson race and when they race the, a train, uh, right. car, and, and Jeremy Clarkson got fired by punching a producer in the face after shooting. Yeah, you know, along with a list of other things he's done. But anyway, uh, they raced from New York to Buffalo, and he drove, uh, and he took that route actually, mm-hmm. um, and then Hammond and James May took the subway to the air train to a plane to fly, mm-hmm. and I believe, believe Clarkson still beat him.
1: No, driving definitely. Honestly, that's the that's the one disadvantage. The, um, How the, does that happen though? Because the plane uh, ride's like an hour. The sec- it's a security it's a security. Oh. trans New York trip. Um, that's the joke. Um, you can only beat it to Canada because because and honestly, the customs because it's about an oh, hour right, and you would still have to. Well, yeah. That, that, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, go go on, go on.
1: But yeah, like for example, for Toronto, it's probably realistically it's three hours of travel. Um, as in, you know, get to the airport, one hour twenty five minutes. And the customs isn't bad, but there's such a long line mm-hmm. to clear customs.
0: Yeah, and they're not the nicest people. Well, I guess in the going to Honestly, Canada, no, going to Canada is not bad. I have a work back permit. Is... Coming back is painful,
1: because I have a work permit in Canada. So okay. yeah, so yeah, coming back. So how
0: so... is coming back
1: painful? Because they always ask me. Well, I'm like, I'm like, and there's always like, hey, do you what equipment did you bring? I brought the exact list. This exact list here Oh jeez I'm like I live here I'm like, go, I'm like If you're gonna ban me From America <laughs> Where am I go?
0: Where's my? Where do I go I'm like Great I'm stateless <laughs> You're like uh, You're like Snowden Just hide out In the Ecuadorian embassy <laughs> um, Yeah uh, Anyway Back to uh, Back to Mr. Byford I mean he's, he's I don't even know What to say The L train's supposed To shut down And it doesn't look like They're gonna do that They're just gonna let it They're just gonna Keep doing patchwork and they're not going to allow this guy to do the, his job, mm-hmm. and in some place not going to get any better. And they're going to keep increasing the fare, and that's—I uh, guess—that's it, right? See, I think the—I think the solution. To what's going to happen?
1: Um, there's going to be some sort of incident, and then they're going to do what I call um, back what they did for the I want to summer say, of hell, not the summer of hell. I want to say it was what they did for the three way back in this in the late '70s when they completely shut down a portion of it for a total rebuild, and it turned out very well. Did they? Yeah, yeah it... The Jerome Avenue, yeah, it was like the Jerome Avenue. No, um, Nostrand Avenue portion completely shut down for like three years. Oh. And they rebuilt it totally. That's interesting. They didn't put elevators in because they argued they didn't have to, which was probably the
0: biggest mistake. Well, and that's why a lot of, that's why quite a few subway stations also have entrances closed because if they were open, they would have to comply with the Americans with Disabilities Act, and then they have to install the elevators. Like, well, it, uh, but yeah, but you just heard about that lawsuit that said, nope,
1: nope, any renovation triggers ADA. Really? Yeah, there was a federal lawsuit about two months against ago against who? New York. New York. Yeah, New York was sued by disability. Um, wow. Full, full disclosure: I have done volunteer work for them. So they were um, sued by who? They, um, they were sued by, um, you know, um, New Yorker, New um, New York, for, New Yorkers with Disabilities. Um, so, But the thing is, they won. The federal court determined that New York City was not in compliance wow. and that any major renovation will have to put in elevators, which is what
0: most reasonable legal experts were like, this is probably what they should be doing. It was definitely what they should have been doing, but it was a way for them to only spend $5 billion rather than $9 billion. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, but maybe they would have, they could afford to put in the elevators if they weren't paying people to literally sit around and, and do nothing. Oh yeah, like um, a good a good example is a TBM, you know, machine to dig a tunnel. Right,
1: tunnel boring machine. I can machine. probably do it. You know, five. You need five dudes. You need that's Five, it? five guys. Five guys. You need you know the tunnel operator, um, two guys to make sure the machine doesn't like get stuck on rocks or doesn't overheat. Uh, a cooling operator, someone whose job is to. Operate a throttle valve So it keeps cool So it doesn't overheat uh-huh. And the last guy is You know the supervisor You know he's the one Making sure everyone Is doing all their jobs So That's instead it. of five people They have how many now Um A typical TBM New York City crew Is twenty What do the other fifteen people do Nothing Um Various other jobs Take breaks Can't really smoke down there No cause you'll Cause they're afraid of Explosive gases Well and there's no ventilation Yeah so pretty much It's just a lot of you know Little stupid bullshit work so the crew sizes are oversized, and that, things like that build
0: up. yeah, it does, and especially with the benefits and all of the other stuff and the taxes and and everything. And that's the double edged sword of unions. I you know it's 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 hard to have this argument uh, because it it turns into oh do you not like unions? Well, it's not about it's it's that a, a lot of large unions end up becoming the things that they hate. They they, they end up becoming the, the entity that they try to replace. Mm-hmm. And I think there was like a. Uh, there was some movie, and I can't remember what it was, that had John Candy in it. I think it was from the '80s. That kind of made a jab at that. That was like the union dues and the union this and the union that cost takes so much out of your paycheck, and they're not really getting and they're not successful in like the the raise negotiations and all that stuff. So, what's the point of having them?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of unions. That's a concern. Like that's and after you know the after a qu- the major court decision, a lot of unions have like. Um, you know, reduce their admin overhead because they're Yeah, but what about
0: the fifteen unnecessary workers? They're gonna—they're being paid more than the admins, aren't they? Um, honestly, um,
1: a lot of the a lot of solutions are gonna be, you know, there's gonna be a lot.
0: Once automation happens, a lot of there's
1: gonna be a lot more furlough. You know, yeah. You know, well, and
0: that's why uh, the unions made sure that it le- that uh, two people ride on every train, even though the L and the seven could be automated. Honestly, yeah. Well, they can they can be ninety
1: percent automated. Okay. Ie, like the um, there's a system down in Philly, the PACCO, which uses which is automated. co speed line. Yeah, effectively, it could be automated. The only reason a person is there is for emergencies. Are the cars new? No, they. This automation technology was done in the 60s, well 50s. Ha! Automation is easy. I could I could automate the subway with literally things with things I could do at Home Depot because all you need is a sensor, saying hey, the subway stop is here. And the sensor And the, sub- so on the subway computer Well not even computer It's all analog Relays like Oh uh. I know here Slow down train Slow down train Stop train Then then it says go Go Okay now how do we make this cost uh, 10 billion dollars Honestly a lot of it in New York City is there, So they didn't use that They use Communication based control Which is a series right. Communication sh- control So it's a series of radios Radios transceivers Effectively it's an internet for trains. But what's wrong with that? Um, the problem is it's like very expensive because you have to rip out. The, you have an existing signal which is you know old fashioned. Block, green light says go, right. train goes. Oh, if a train is so to block, variable distance blocks, right? Yeah. Um, so not even no. The old blocks were fixed blocks. Like, no, I mean to no, with with CBTC. Yeah. Yes. With, so now the blocks are variable. Yes, which means trains can run closer, trains can run faster. Now, Even can though, they still do that with the your analog Home Depot solution? Um, um, or you t- can't, but you can do it with um, a 1990s solution of automatic train operating, which oh. is it's com- primitive computers, so 90s era computers. Is that um Washington is that Metro. positive
0: train control?
1: It can. It can what's the?
0: I don't. I is I don't. I okay, so positive train
1: controls. You know, GPS radio is saying, "Hey, tra- all the trains are positioned this way." So a train knows where the other train is, and they can't crash into each other. Okay. And they also know, hey, you can only go this speed. If right. the operator inside says, I'm doing, I'm going to go, go faster, computer's like, no, you aren't. I'm shutting you down. Okay. And then what's automatic train control? Computer. Um, automatic train control is a system where a computer completely operates it. It's like, what do you do? Um, I don't do anything. So automatic train control has been used Washington Metro. Um, but the thing is, automatic train control depends on you doing maintenance right. Otherwise, oh. you'll get the issue, like, where Monster Metro, they didn't do maintenance. So the train didn't see a signal because it wasn't broken. and no oh, one and maintained it it. hits another one. It right. slammed into the other one. Right. But, um, hilarious, of all places, Atlanta has actually done automatic train control almost perfectly successfully. Really? Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta's system, the only thing the operator does, he pushes a button to open the doors. He pushed a button to close the doors, and he says, this train is stopping at Peachtree Station. Oh, he still has to say that? Um, the new Don't ones that they're, the, uh, the ones they're, that they're buying will say that. Oh, good. So effectively, so it's one of those, the, there's an old joke from the 1960s. The, the the job of the future will have a man and a dog. The man's dog is to feed the dog, and the dog's job is to bite him if he touches anything, sort of
0: perfectly <laughs> hands-off automation. Uh, George Jetson had to just push the big button every day. Exactly that's um I mean I, I, I mean and that and that type of thing is is a decent reason to have to have a union because they'll kind of slow that, they'll kind of slow that tide of furloughing, of of of, of kind of, of of wage decreases because you're not doing anything the knowledge required to do it is yeah. a lot a lot lower just but because, but if if people are there to stop every little thing that happens, then you'll end up kind of where we are now. Like my solution would be, I would simply say, "Okay, we simply won't
1: hire any more uh, motormen." Um, so that way, it'll compromise. No one will lose their jobs. We'll just hire no one else to do it. And then, in like ten, twenty years, because you know people retire, all trains will be single operator. That way, no one's losing, no one's losing that job. What does a motorman do on a train? So the conductor, you know, as you know, he's the one operating the train. The motorman opens the doors. He opens the doors, closes the doors, and verifies. There's a little computer in those, those buttons. Door open, door closed. Yep. Well, there's four buttons: door open, door closed, front
0: doors, back doors. Four buttons. Oh, okay. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Does the does that do the front and back? Is that the same on every tra- uh, every train set, or is it based on where the conductor is sitting? So it's it's um, based on where the conductor is sitting. How do they how do they modify that? Is that just like a dial, like which car that is the sets the difference between the front and the back? That's um, there's a switch. There's a switch that literally does that. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. and it just like it just like one, two, three, four, five. Yes. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Um, I always wondered how they did that because I know the conductors sit in different parts of the train based yeah. on whatever they like to do. But so there's like a, you know the conductor
1: has the part that says master and then it's like slave. Although that's right. I think that's like, I think they're
0: they're trying to call you know um, I know that they, there's an issue and with so, that terminology even yeah. in computers. They're trying to take that away. Yeah, but that's pretty um, much how they did it, huh? That's...
1: Uh, Old trains, I know, literally, they're, they're key switches. Like, you key switch, you know, key switch in control, and then there's a little key in the back that says secondary. Ah. And you can only have one key at the, one key in primary,
0: one key in secondary. So it'll lock the other key out. That's interesting. mm mm-hmm. uh, It looks like that uh, the first instance of analog, or sorry, of, of analog automatic train control was in the uh, the uh, Shinkansen, Shink Shinkansen there we go. Yeah. Uh, in 1964. Mhm. That's crazy. Yeah, like I said. And th- it's that's 55 years ago. The thing is, like I said, Patco literally was a system
1: conceived back then, bud, you know, one of the big rail had a research division and, and their experts were like in the future we will <laughs> automate trains. They thought by the goal was by 1985, 90% of trains should be automated. Sure. I mean, you know what? You know what? Actually, I mean, they actually have like you know, like the Disney World monorail, and you've seen you know the old steam crews that have used have like you need five guys to make a train go. Now they've reduced it down to two, but there's a big fight they want to reduce it to one. Right. But there's a big fight over that, of course. And the thing is, with um, with automation, you know, we have one guy operating four train. One guy operating four train cars by himself. You can do automation. Can be done. At this point, it's not particularly like magic technology because, unlike cars,
0: there's no people on the tracks. Right. Well, unless they're doing construction, but that's another mm-hmm. story, or killing themselves. But um, what is it? It. But like I said, that just goes back to the the double edge of of unions, and mm-hmm. that unions are there to protect the workers, and sometimes that becomes that be, that that beco- that becomes an inhibition. Or it becomes a detriment to the progression of the technology or well, the industry. a good example is uh, there's a reason why FDR, you
1: know, FDR is not – FDR, you know, prominent super liberal president had a fight with public sector unions. And there's, his, his papers have always said he hated public sector unions because he felt like if, you're a, if you were in the public, if you're a public, a public sector union is fighting – inherently you said fighting against the people. And this is FDR. You know, FDR is not like some – arts conservative historical figure by any means no
0: and his uh and his cousin teddy um mm-hmm. was the was the trust buster mm-hmm. so they definitely were fighting for people but that's what the unions say as well mm-hmm. it's like almost it's almost like the the the, the dichotomy of what net neutrality means it, it, the, the, it means the opposite based on who's saying it so both both he fdr and the union chiefs bosses whatever would say we're fighting for the people that's why we exist and they would just say that to each other and then they would cancel each other out and nothing would happen. Yeah. Great. But I said. So why don't we start a new country? I don't know people are doing that already. There's all those billionaires who are starting like There's like a. They're terraforming somewhere in the Pacific to have a, an island in the event that, uh, you know, every, all this stuff hits the fan. We've, we, have to, we have to have a mass exodus from here. Mm hmm. Speaking of which, I I started watching Doomsday Preppers. I'd never never actually watched that show before. And it was funny until I saw the New York one. I was like, it can happen here? Oh, my God. I have to start preparing. Uh, I I would just say if you're really worried, just buy a piece of land out in Pennsylvania and and stock it up. my my plan. I already mentioned that once all the icebergs melt, Greenland melts, I'm going to move back to Pittsburgh. (laughs) It's great. Uh, It'll be beachfront property then. Uh, no. Uh, what is it? The, the, it, what's funny about the, the prepper, the New York episode about the preppers is it all involved a significant amount of walking that these people were not used to doing. And I walk a ton. Uh, I call myself the fastest walker in town. Challenge me. Go for it. It's not running. No, no, no. I understand. That's perfect, perfect. As anyone who was
1: remembers, the, you were, were you here during the blackout forever ago? No, I wasn't here for 9/11 either. Yeah, the blackout or like when I walked from geez, cuz I was going a I was no, I was when I was going to grade school, so I walked from my grade school all the way to my grandparents' house which was what like 30 miles? 30 miles? Yeah, it wasn't
0: that bad. I was a kid. Where was where were you going? Walk st- starting and ending? I started in Manhattan and I well, Where f- in Manhattan? That's 16 miles. North, north to south. Where did you, where did you start? I started from whatchamacallit, it
1: It was no, it was like twenty eighth and something. Okay, twenty eighth and something to like Nassau County. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is like thirty miles. Yeah, just walked and just kept walking. I only did it take stopped. You Ten I stopped.
0: hours? Eight hours?
1: Yeah, because so that's what we did. I had to go home. Okay. So yeah, walked because the subway stopped working, so I had to walk. So we just walked. The buses were not running. Traffic was completely stopped. I just walked, and so I made it. And then I got home, and I fell asleep. And I woke up the next, and I didn't wake up till the day after that. Wow! And I was like, wow! I didn't realize how tired it was. That's that's
0: ridiculous. Good job, good job, sir. I, I mean, that's. I don't. I don't. I, I've. I've walked sixteen miles at a time, but not thirty. Mm-hmm. But that's. I mean, I know you had to. Yeah, that was part of your motivation. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like that's a lot yeah
1: what although i will is? say this
0: you could see the stars over manhattan i'll never forget that day wow because you know
1: there were no you can't were, see that there was You'll no never artificial... see it again yeah
0: yeah no, it's beautiful I, that's I should have taken a picture and then ruined it for everyone else anyway <laughs> um what is it no so the these doomsday preppers their walks were like four miles that's like it yeah so like the guy there was a guy uh who works in Fidei, and he was here he was in Fidei on 9-11 and i think he works it does something for the government or whatever uh, uh, uh not not anyway. Um, and and he on the show they always have like uh like a, a doomsday shaman or like some coach who's gonna help or trainer who's gonna help them, and so this guy is like, I remember on nine eleven I had to walk all the way from FiDi up to Central Park and I haven't ever had to do that since. Well, that's four and a half miles. That's, that's it. It's an hour. That's an hour.
1: Yeah, that's that's the level of like you can put your nice clothes in a bag, get some running shoes and just yeah.
0: book it. Exactly. And so and so then they cut to like him just walking up whatever uh and he's and and the trainer's like how are you doing? He's like I haven't had to do this in 10 years. Like you haven't had to walk 4 miles in 10 years. It's that's, that's not good. Mm-hmm. There other there were other people that had to that had to walk uh what is it? There's one guy who started uh somewhere in Brooklyn and then he um I can't, they 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 what I forgot how they got into the city. And then he had an inflatable raft to cross. He went from like Red Hook up to the tip of Min- to like South Ferry over to New Jersey. And he ra- he rafted across the Hudson River. And uh I don't know. I just I feel I don't know like it's
1: it's odd. Honestly, my biggest concern is those currents. I like the yeah. currents in the East River. I'm terrified. I wouldn't want to be in anything smaller than like a A little boat Unless I had an engine If I had an engine I don't
0: mind it He had an inflatable raft Yeah an inflatable raft And on the Hudson The currents go both ways Yeah exactly How does that I don't know And the water is very polluted Mm. I don't
1: want to No it's like I see people swimming I'm like I feel, I feel, feel like the cancer
0: upon me. You know. Yeah. You remember, remember RoboCop when that yes. guy fell in the toxic sludge and that, he was still alive and his skin was melting off of him. That's, exactly. That's what's gonna happen if you. And they're building another East River Beach or like a. It's either an East River Beach or a Hudson River Beach. Uh, I think it's either in Battery Park City or it's somewhere by on like the Brooklyn uh, uh, Ridge Park Promenade. And I'm like, like I'm like, they do. You do know the Gowanus st- has not been cleaned up yet. So the Gowanus goes up right down there. No, and what's really funny is I saw this billboard for those Naked Drinks, and it was for the green one, and it said locally made, and I was like, I bet it is right <laughs> over the Gowanus Canal. It's the same color. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's authentic. Yeah, no, I mean, and even we're, I mean, we're not too far away from uh, the the end of the Newtown Creek here in here in Bushwick, yeah. and yeah. that's like another super fun site. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't know. If the people who have these ideas to build these things understand the quality of the water that they want to build it in, into. Like you'd, it would take forever because you'd
1: have to – the only way to clean it and I'm seeing them doing clean it, it, it is dredging. It is dredging and it's taking them forever, rightfully so, because it's a paradox. Every time you dredge, you don't want, you bring it up more, more stuff,
0: yeah. Yeah, all the stuff that had been there for 400 it, years ago, 300 years ago. It's, it's – yet. Yeah. It's really, it's it's really bad. All the stuff that's settled on the bottom, one, all the sewers just used to dump the stuff into the rivers. Um,
1: I and don't it know. still does because oh, still you does. know, like when we, ha- it's actually an issue. It overflows. Issue. Yeah, when it overflows, the sewage tr- t- treatment plants can't hold it, so they
0: have to dump it. Yeah, so they dump it through into the ocean, or into the Hudson River beach. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great just make sure it's it, you'll you'll just hear some kind of you know commercial 20 years from now that's like did you go swimming in the Hudson River between the years of 2020 and 2025 if you did call James Sokolov law firm like that's yeah. and then, and are just going to be there I, I went swimming in the Hudson I'm like what happened I mouth melted I can't talk and that's yeah and they'll get a nice settlement mm-hmm. or those people that have the horrible uh, subway ads about like um about malpractice suits during birth. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, the hospital messed up your baby, but we got you seven million dollars." Like that's yeah. they'll they'll jump on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Anyway, um, you wanted to talk about um ultra wide band. uh you had said though that communications based train control CBTC is the most expensive uh, and, and per- perhaps least valuable way of of controlling trains automatically. Uh, but yet now now we're moving into wideband radio, which is just a different, a more advanced type the of The advantage of wideband is that unlike CB, you know, communication-based train control. I mean, isn't it just that with different radios and different yeah, frequencies? That's a lot cheaper to install. Why? Because it's a lot smaller instead of, instead of having to... having affect- these radios, I mean, if they've been using them at scale for decades, the- to- aren't they smaller and cheaper, too? Um, it's actually a fre- it's actually a frequency issue. These communication uh, radios they use
1: similar frequencies to you know ra- to you know a radio like um, like two
0: point four gigahertz. Yeah,
1: these ultra wideband frequencies are much much higher. They can actually pen- They actually have the ability to penetrate through walls. The military application uh, traditionally, were, you know, oh no, we need to see inside this building. I got the sensor. <laughs> we see the targets. Boom boom. Yeah, we got the target. and We didn't kill any civilians. Beers for everyone. Like that's sort of – that's the sort of precision level.
0: And then they're glowing in the dark for the next two days without really knowing why. hmm Yeah, but – That's uh, – oh, go on. But yeah, with ultra-wideband, the receivers are
1: much smaller. Like an re- ultra-wideband receiver is about, say, about the size of a milk carton.
0: and okay. uses low, And it uses and, low power, which is – by comparison uh, um, –
1: Communication-based control ca- – the control cabinets are about the size of a typical server cabinet – and you have to have a receiver on the train. And well, you, you have don't, to, you, don't you, you need have to receivers
0: wi- for the wideband though?
1: The wide band receivers are a lot smaller because they don't they can actually talk to each other directly through a mesh network huh. instead of having to you know have a traditional wire you know wired star topology like a
0: broadcast method.
1: Yes, so you can have them t- um, continuously talk to each other. So ah. so it reduces install times, and you can actually, and the intelligences are distributed. So you can actually, you know, have, set up, have a, you can oh, train so a fail e- over exactly, and you and training guys literally. I can train an electrician who knows like what is networking. You can train a guy and give him a day course. He knows put put electricity a into input A, put network cable into B. Although most of the MPA guys have been trained on fiber So the new trains have fiber, so the so the so the installers can do it. You don't have to use contractors, which saves money. Ah. Why are they using fiber just for the higher bandwidth um, longer fi- distances? Um it's lighter for train weights since you know you're trying to save energy. Oh, okay. Every ounce, every ounce matters, so it's cheaper to use fiber for internal communications than, you know, traditional, you know, um traditional copper based.
0: That's fine. I'm a fan of fiber. I have a uh, files here. It's mm-hmm. great you can see it running along the baseboard of this. Okay. Actually, I I covered it up with all my sh- stuff. So, but yeah. they had to install it. Like, if you go out of here, you'll see it running around, running along my ceiling because it was recently added to the building. Unlike the coax, which is in the wall, which is, I asked, why can't you? If there's a duct. I'm shocked they can't use um, the. Normally, in my place, is they use. There's a contract my, with
1: Verizon. Okay, yeah. In my case, they use my coax. They use my coax around my fire. So I have files.
0: Oh, into the building, but then it's coax into your apartment?
1: Yeah. Yeah. essentially so. Um, you know, um, you know how there's the mo- you know, the modulators.
0: No, no, no. no. My, the question is, uh, how does that? Have, how, <coughs> excuse me, how much does that does that reduce your bandwidth? Honestly, not much. I'm always, I'm getting
1: um one of those five hundred, five hundred oh. symmetric. So if,
0: if you're getting five hundred megabits of copper, over copper co- That's not the bad. thing. Is
1: the thing is they believe they can. They say they can probably get up to one. They say they can probably get to one gig symmetric. Wow. wow, that's what they they, they acknowledge. Can you watch has
0: TV while you're doing that, or no? Honestly, I can, which is nice. There's, have you ever noticed that your TV slows down your internet?
1: Honestly, I thought that was weird. I did notice that on sometimes, only on the Super Bowl, because that's the one a few times oh, where I, it's a
0: network congestion. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, it's not as bad. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I, I know that they say like, oh, well, there's un, there's unused channels or there's channels on your not not TV channels, but like communication channels, channels on the on the, on the, the modem yeah. mm. that. Uh, uh, what is it that are specifically for the television? So it shouldn't, it won't interrupt your. But it, yeah, yeah, I know that it probably can still because it's still traveling, it's still sharing bandwidth at some point. Yeah, but I also think
1: it's because the coax in my building is pretty still new. It's only ten years old.
0: Oh, okay, well, also, I mean, by the way, uh, everyone that like me who doesn't have a television, I don't, you know, which is what we love to say in Bushwick, I don't have a television. My television is only for guests and, sp- and big sports events. No, 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 no events. but the point is, is that. It's yeah. your internet will still slow down when you watch "quote unquote" television because you're just watching it online, mm-hmm. and that's I don't it's I don't know it's it's interesting to think about because everybody likes making those jokes of oh I remember when you had to pick up the phone and it disconnected you from the internet and it's like but now if you're watching online video you you might not be able to surf depending on the quality yeah um that's the only reason why I've got the stu um, I pay for the symmetric yeah I mean five hundred I mean I only have a hundred here uh but it is symmetric and i really i really do appreciate that so i can uh run my porn server from my apartment <laughs> um you laugh but it is uh, pretty monetizable anyway no uh i tried getting <laughs> I wish i tried getting into that back when i was in college i know someone who made who did really he might honestly still be doing it he um i actually ran into him on the pulaski bridge of all places he's one of the few steady cam operators in the city uh, we went to college together in Orlando. Actually, we went to high school together, thinking about it. But he bought all of his equipment, and he has a ton of it, all of his film equipment, all his Steadicam stuff, with porn money because he did the affiliate marketing stuff back in 2005, 2006, and was making, I'm, I'm, I mean, Boku bucks is an understatement. It, he was an obscene amount of money with link farming and, and, just like, and, and link sharing and, and affiliate agreements. Uh, with other porn sites, and I asked him, like, "Can I? Can you cut me in?" And he's and and he said, I think he gave me like a tutorial. But the way that he fell into it was, if I remember correctly, uh, someone already had it going, and then they had they had to stop doing it, so they handed it to him, and it was just like if some if I handed you that plant that's already flat, you know, that's already green, it was yeah. like, just don't let this die, water it once a week. You can, that's fine. Yeah, but starting but. If I handed you a pot and some soil and some water and some seeds and we're like, make this plant. It's a lot harder to do. Yeah. Um and so that's I, I miss I missed it am yet another thing. Can't be helped. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not supposed to be one of those I don't know what I am. Anyway. Um so are there any so wide band, ultra wide band, um are there any it has a it has a, a, a simpler infrastructure setup, which is also hardier uh it's cheaper and uh easier to implement and uh how are we gonna mess it up honestly the
1: biggest concerns for ultra wideband installs are gonna cancer. be that it's not cancerous if these ultra widebands gave cancer then every astronomer would probably have space cancer by what are now. they
0: saying isn't 5g ultra wideband
1: yeah 5g is similar
0: but, but but there's a lot a, of
1: articles about 5g giving you cancer but there's a, the honestly the biggest concern is i mean since underground it's not likely but oh. 5g is on the surf if it's on the surface it actually does interfere it could potentially interfere with um things like gps you know space to earth transmissions
0: but i'm I, yeah, that's okay
1: which is it's like why does my gps not work but it's under but this is deep underground and for right. the surf- and
0: for the surface wideband, they're
1: going to make them d- very directional so you know oh, okay. f- directional so they're not going to be like Hey, um, why can't I not land at JFK? Yet? My all my instruments are down, sir.
0: Interesting.
1: But yeah, uh, honestly, ultra wideband it ultra band could be done fairly rapidly because the installing an ultra wideband unit takes about three hours. Wow, that's that's if the guy's being slow. So why and, don't we rip out all the stuff and just go ultra that's wideband? The, that's the hard part because you have to have the old stuff running continuously; otherwise, there's no signal. Then install ultra wideband and then test. They're doing. They're and on se- top
0: of all that, you still have the old analog. So yep, signals exactly.
1: Right now, they're they're setting up a test, I believe, on the four line for ultra wideband.
0: Huh. On the on on the uh, on the four, I've seen. I think I've seen like digital speed limits, LED speed limits. Is that? I haven't seen that no, anywhere those, else.
1: Those um those are those are, are also variable speed. Um, those or? are also variable speed limits. But that's actually another reason why the subway actually was slower than it than it used to be because um as you know there was an accident on the Williamsburg Bridge on the subway right which was caused by an operator not knowing his speed limits and he slammed his train into another train
0: but then they but then they re, they recalibrated all of those signals to yeah. allow a, a, low, a lower speed but then that uh but then magical wizard Andy Byford went through the most of the subway, and they fixed that recently. They're they're almost done right now. They've removed a lot of them, which actually I don't has think approved. they've done any on the Williamsburg Bridge. No, the Williamsburg Bridge is the last one to get done. How much of that is because the the approach to it, the the, the viaduct over Brooklyn Broadway and Bedford Ave from the Marcy Station? How much like that's probably crumbling. That they, they no, they've that got fixed when? Um, were you here for like the? Oh
1: no, it was before. Our, it was before when it was back. It was back in like eighty eight when the Williamsburg
0: Bridge was legit gonna fall apart. You sure you're not thinking of the Manhattan Bridge? Oh yeah, Manhattan Bridge was the one that was falling apart. One of the oh, so that okay, so the Manhattan Bridge was the one that was falling apart. The Williamsburg Bridge was the one that was about to fall apart. Yes, and if they rebuilt it in '88 and it runs like that, are you kidding me? The reason why it slowed down was because the accident happened in like '80. Eight- no, but I'm not even talking about. I mean, I'm not even talking about on the bridge itself. I'm talking about bet- once you get into Brooklyn or as you're leaving or at like go between the bridge and Marcy Avenue where the train goes like this and this. Yeah, it has a small S curve, but it can take ten minutes to navigate that curve. And you could hear like, especially before they retired those old trains in the sixties, yeah. you could hear parts of it just pulling apart at each other. And it's just like, How how is this possible? And I thought that was just a hundred year old track. It's 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 technically younger than me. The track itself is a lot of it's eight.
1: Procedure. They told the guys take it nice and slow because they're all terrified. No one wants to be the guy who slams into another train in Williamsburg again.
0: But uh, but that happened. That, that happened on the bridge,
1: or did that happen on the bridge? Um, well, then
0: that, once you're off the bridge, it should be fine.
1: Honestly, the operators are all paranoid. And also, um, apparently, when was that? Uh, the accident. The accident itself was in 1988. You can look it up. I can. And that view. was the
0: same year they rebuilt the tracks.
1: The track rebuilding was part of the recovery. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Was it a derailment or just an accident? Oh, it was it an accident. Uh Williamsburg Bridge accident. Oh Jesus. Well, these are a lot of cars. Drunken Williamsburg Bridge crash cut woman's body in half. Wow. Um don't drive over the bridge. Uh Whoa, it was later than I remember. Here it is. Jay slams into M, killing the driver in 1995. Wow. Okay. And the cause was because of a faulty signal. So now... The guy was also going too fast as well. It was, they, don't they have some kind of sound?
1: Trip, um, there's a, supposed to be a, a device that when there's a red signal, it right. should trigger a
0: trip uh, device that, that stops train. the train. But the train was going so fast that it wouldn't help. Oh, because of the, yeah, because of the momentum. Um, It was total chaos, said Herbert Brown 38. Who's I guess, 38. 38 now? Was it 38, 95? 30, 38 then. This article came out in 2015. Oh, no, originally published 95. Never mind, I'm an idiot. Yeah, he was 38 then. So he was mm-hmm. a baby boomer. He was riding the M train and was knocked to the, to the floor. It sounded like an explosion. People fell down. People were crying. Well, that's what's no, there we go. The, the Daily News uh, front page. No break. Ha! Are they challenging the Post with that headline? Motorman dies 54 hurt. Train runs red light and plows into stops subway on bridge. Yeah, a lot of the system,
1: and it didn't help that, that was, there was also an accident in 1991. There was a series of just shitty accidents that happened after one after the other. So the that MT- was at
0: Union Square.
1: Yeah, but there was, you know, an accident four years after another one is a sign of something went horribly wrong. So you know, you right. know, the people the entirely became reactionary. Didn't
0: we have a derailment in the last year or two? Um, a subway a, derailment, not um, Amtrak. Um, subway derailment. I, I think so. I, I remember. I I thought that there was some something that happened. Um. Yeah, the 125th Street. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. 2017. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah the F.
1: Oh yeah, that shit show. Uh one,
0: uh, one of my guys transit officials said uh, transit officials said human error, not a track defect, is to blame for a subway train derailment in New York City on Tuesday morning, 2017, that injured nearly three dozen people and caused major delays. The incident occurred just before 10 a.m. Eastern Tuesday as a as a southbound A train approached the 125th Street station in Harlem. Wow. Okay. Two of the trains doors dera- two of the trains cars derailed and scraped the side of the subway tunnel according to the MTA. The train was evacuated. Wow. Yeah. I guess that was I guess, I guess it was almost 2 years ago. Mm-hmm. There was an oh, uh, last year there was an article about how common subway derailments are. Yeah. You know what? They can't derail if they're not running. <laughs> 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 uh, it's sad. So what's going on? With the L train. The, no one knows.
1: Right now, the L train is pretty much a state of... It's supposed to be down now. And you got here
0: in, in lickety-split time.
1: No, apparently the plan is they're going to do a partial shutdown. So on weekends, it's going to be... twenty. Yeah, single tracking, 20-minute frequencies on weekends and nights. They're going to do that. So it's going to be effectively a shuttle. Brooklyn... They're not going to fix the problem, are they? They're going to use some new method of material. So effectively, it's like um, you know when you you know those that, that old commercial when they put a new bathtub liner over your shitty old bathtub, right? Same principle. So the tunnel's bad. So they're going to you know wrap it in vinyl,
0: concrete. But yeah, you got the exact idea. Right. Right. I know. Like or when they put when they when they fix a when they fix an old like water made by putting in a like a plastic new pipe that just covers it up. I get it, but that's not that's. Technically, just more patchwork. It's not fixing the tunnel. Oh, no, but they it should buy them probably a good 40, 50 years. But that's when I want to be mayor. Oh, no, I want to be mayor in 30 years. Mm. It's going to be a big issue then. Oh, yeah, which is why my unironic
1: solution would be... To shut it down? Yeah, I would just probably put the 18-month Band-Aid, run, run a super bus lane, run a super bus lane and HOV 3-plus only. Over the bridge? Yeah, for eighteen months. What do
0: you what do you think about um I think there was an idea of like uh like like road barges or something like that because the bridge is already packed. So you need to add bandwidth somehow. None of the other solutions really add more bandwidth on the roads, other than that that like those bridge barges or whatever. Um i.e., either A, see if we could um get pontoon bridges.
1: Okay. Well uh, pontoon either the thing is we do have spare pontoon bridges. We get borrowed from the Army Corps of Engineers. Put some temporary pontoon bridges across and for bridges to pass through because pontoon bridges lift. Pont- you know, have them lift whenever a tug whenever an oil tug goes sure. through. Because there's shockingly a lot of like oil tugs that go up and down the East River. That makes that make, well, I mean it is it is it shocking? It's not when you realize that most of that is all going to all these large industrial places in Brooklyn or large housing complexes that need that still use oil heat.
0: Mm. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, the right. Weird, the weird New York City oil quirk. I mean, it's I mean that's pretty common around a lot of older cities that need mm. heating oil. Yeah, but
1: most places have switched over to natural gas. We're like one of the few holdouts. That's
0: interesting. Um, I don't know what to. I don't know what. I don't know what to say about that. Um. So you know so it doesn't look like the L train's going to shut down. I, you know, look, whenever I've ridden in the front car and I try to peer out the window as like as like as we go through that tunnel, it looks awful. Mm. The tracks look awful. I don't even know how it's still managing to to hold up. It just it looks terrible. And they're just going to and and that's why I complained about the the uh the Fresh Pond viaduct because that was closed for 18 months. And it's honestly, it's I'm not seeing the improvement in service. a lot of improvements were like you know quiet things. So it's not quiet. It's loud. It's very loud. If you get off the J or the M at Myrtle Avenue and you listen to it, just go. You, I'm not kidding. No, it, for I know. Blocks, I, there, I, to, blocks, I want to. You'll hear that grating um, sound. You're
1: gonna laugh. This sounds like the most gentrification restaurant, even though it's. You're gonna laugh, line. even though it's the most it's the most gentrification restaurant what ever. Is it? Um, it's urban, um, vegan, urban inspired, vegan, vegan. It was literally by the last stop on the J before the M merges. Mm-hmm. It's like three blocks away from there. Very good. And I will literally I'm like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, what is that shaking? It's a train. And going was, over the new bridge. Yeah, because I the, the new bridge. bridge. Yeah, one of the restaurants. I'm like, what's that shaking? I am like, Yeah, that's but the thing is the improvements they did um, they replace almost all the wood.
0: That's why it doesn't. That's why it bothers me
1: that it's still loud. Just like I'm being right now. No, a lot of it's like they do need. Honestly, it was up to me. I would probably have torn it down or replaced it with concrete. The wood that wood design is never going to be quiet. You can't make. it But it, it quiet. sounds
0: like it sound. What it sounds like is steel on steel. It sounds like that, like a grating.
1: Yep. Because I'm just drawing a little like T with my hands. Right. So the metal. Obviously, the water for the tracks, so the the metal of the train runs down, pushes, it pushes down, uh-huh. and pushes down, causing a vibration, and that vibration also produces a lot of noise, and they badly need to replace that with a modern concrete, because the concrete would, abs- which is, you know, making a cup with my hand for the audience, so that'll make a nice, so- that'll make a nice soft sound, that absorbs the loud noises, so into of so clack, 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 it's, it's so more... So it's the
0: fact that the viaduct is made out of steel? Yes. It's not... Wow. Honestly. I thought it was like, I thought it was just like the tracks themselves. Cause I, I, I heard one of my, one of my friends um is an, is an annoying expat who lives in Berlin. And uh, he always loves talking about how, Oh, every time I come back to New York, the trains just aren't as good. Anyway. um And they, tell him he's deaf. I've been in Berlin. I, that U-Bahn is loud. Well, he said that they replaced a lot of the tracks on some stretch of it. And it was really loud. And they actually had to grind. They had to like grind down the steel so it would become more coarse so it would make less noise. do you think they did that on, on this they did not no because it's so, loud they a hundred percent did not so why but that's what I'm saying like that's the type of stuff that they could do to make it quieter or I heard that like one uh, on the on the set uh what is it the 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 the, the <laughs> second avenue line um they have like neoprene that they're using. Uh, Between the tracks and the track bed. That would be great. They're not doing that on this. Oh, no. Second Avenue Avenue Subway is a lot
1: better because it's all modern technology. But this is
0: modern. They just built it last year. Let's just say... They they tore it down. They rebuilt it. It it didn't... it It was like...
1: The best way of describing it, it's like imagine it's like you know imagine your dad's old nineteen like nineteen nine nineteen ninety five Ford Explorer. He put it he puts in a new engine he puts in a new engine and maybe some new seats, but it's still the old old shitty ratty old van.
0: Right, and but you know you still do replace the shocks in the car every few years, don't you? Yeah, like I said, fresh pond. That line should needs be all concrete. Mm. You know what? At least it's what not like they, the seven train. What if it, they? turned that what if rather than having a viaduct it turned into a tunnel and then cut through the cemetery and then hooked up with the queen's boulevard line to create that loop that almost exists but doesn't honestly they honestly they should have done it there's hilarious enough plans for
1: you know that all elevated right there were originally plans to sink it eventually because it's because the elevators
0: are considered you know ugly noisy well they are i mean they are noisy um, but what is it? The I know that the Metropolitan Avenue Station, the end of the M in Middle Village, is built on on in a hill. So rather than just it being ground level, they could sink it and then just keep the train running through underground, and then it can hit the Queens Boulevard Line and make a loop. In fact, I have a map right here.
1: can't
0: see. I can... Oh, mm-hmm. no, let me just zoom in. This is a fantasy... Hold oh, on, rather than yelling. This is a fantasy transit map made by a rail fan who I believe is from Berlin. It has a few glaring errors, but it does actually complete the loop up to Queens Boulevard from Middle Village. I know the only issue with Middle Village is A, the old nimbies. B. Um, well, there's a cemetery. That's where they're going to go.
1: Awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, I'm assuming you know it literally floods, um, how do I say this, human waste there.
0: Yeah, but they'll
1: insulate the tunnel from that. No yeah. one's walking. Oh, yeah.
0: on. You don't walk on those tracks. You just oh, yeah. have the waste in between the tracks.
1: Yeah, because Middle <laughs> Village, as you know, has a sewage prop- pumping problem.
0: Well, and all of the, I mean, what about all of the, the dead people oh, leaking no, the, underground? Oh, no. There's, we built, there's, a, I know there's at least two, oh, yeah, the, the J goes through a cemetery. The J goes over a cemetery. Over, over. That's different. If the M went under that cemetery, then I don't know. As long as it, it's, it's just—it's just a tunnel. As long as unquote. it's deep. As long as it's deep. As
1: long as it's below like eighteen feet, it's not going to disturb right. any bodies.
0: And it's right on that hill, like like I, I, it's hard—it's hard to see, but there's a freight corridor that runs pretty close to the to the uh, to the subway line, and that is technically underground. It's built into a cut. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's the Oak Point
1: line. The the NIMBYs there complain about it, even though if that line shut down, we drown in garbage. (laughs) That's where all the garbage in New York City goes out of, folks. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. um, Once they started shutting down the Staten Island dump, they were like, we need to get rid of this garbage. So they reactivated and increased all the lines. So all the garbage trunks dump their garbage. There's There's a bunch of transfer stations. Um, if you could look it up, there's actually an industrial. map. There's a map of all the freight of all the freight corridors of New York City, and there's an industrial area that happens huh. to correlate. It should say, you know, is that
0: like the New York Connecting Railroad? Is that what that is? Yes,
1: it's um, New York Connecting Railroad and New York Atlantic Railroad. Okay, all the, fu- all the fun, fun freight railroads and industrial areas that quietly make sure New York City doesn't drown in its own garbage or or poop. Mm-hmm. I've
0: seen actually a lot of semi trucks that say municipal waste on them. This is disgusting. Um. Anyway, the, there's a couple of issues though. If you look at if you look at this 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 fantasy map, one of them is that let's say you let's say this this M loop did exist, you would have to if you're heading east from Manhattan on the Queens Boulevard M, there would be another M that then goes south that you would have to transfer to, or you would stay on the M that also goes east. There would be like two southbound M's. They I would think. probably do it like the way a lot of they'd loop highways do it. Line. They'd have to have another line.
1: They'd probably do it what they didn't, um, because the M is actually weird. It doesn't exist. The M is a combination of the M and the former V. So, right. So they would probably, call, it would probably call the V one portion of the loop and the M the other portion of the loop, and uh, that would solve that's it. that's true. So the M and V would parallel for a little bit. But they, wasn't the V only instituted when they were working on the Manhattan Bridge? But the V is also the intent. The V is how it's supposed to be. The M, the uh, M as in, the M being this long is historically
0: an aberration. Interesting. I mean, it did used to go down to Coney Island back mm-hmm. when it was brown, mm-hmm. and they changed that uh, for some reason. Why do they do, why doesn't it go down to Coney Island anymore? Um oh there's not Oh cuz is that the no it's not the
1: issue. No. no I'm pr- it's an issue um, it's an issue of there's not enough how do I say this volume there's uh, not, you have not enough not tunnel volume cuz every train that has to go through um whatever this whatever the tunnel is that the F goes through I thought it was the R. No the R tunnel is the R tunnel is long over capacity which is why the R be happy you don't live be happy you don't live in Bay
0: Bridge. Bay Ridge oh, yeah. because the R is a shit show. I've walked there before. So, yeah. It's the end. Um, what is it? Okay. Well, then that, that makes sense. So there's not enough, you said it, there's not enough capacity in the tunnel? You, not enough capacity. And I guess they found out that the, more people just wanted to go up 6th Avenue. That's why they did that? You got it. All right. Well, that makes sense. All right. Here's my last question for you, because I know that we're, we're running out of time, even though this, we have no time here on a podcast. Um, we, have been at, we have been talking for almost 90 minutes, actually. Uh, I want to run for mayor in 30 years. After I become the next Michael Bloomberg and be another small dewy guy with a media empire uh, and a uh my my skyscraper will be underground, and my goal to improve the infrastructure will be to create a series of tunnels that are for buses electric buses that complement and but not replace the existing subway system. My argument is that a electric bus technology is rapidly advancing uh and b that if you have to build a subway tunnel, you have to still build like either way you have to build a tunnel but with a bus you don't have to build the rail you don't have to build the track bed you don't have to build you don't have to install it it's just it's just ground it's just gravel you can roll on it well i feel like i feel like that's a lot simpler and less expensive than having to than why it took a hundred years to add three stops to the queue you know once you i feel like once you, if you can get away from the subway hell of just dealing with con- subway construction. I'm not even talking about the hell of riding it every day. Then wouldn't that make the whole thing a lot simpler? Um, trackless trolleys. The trackless would be a tro- trackless trolley. Exactly.
1: Yeah, trackless trolleys do exist, and they're hilarious enough are an example of this. Boston has a Boston actually has a whole bunch of underground trackless trolleys that they built for this very reason. So I'm, not, so I'm not crazy. No. Um, actually, look, I forgot that Boston actually has a whole bunch of trackless trolleys that run underground. Um, I believe it's like MBTA Route 71 through 77. Okay. Yeah. So the issue is if you can get cheap enough tunnel construction, then you don't have to use larger diameters. So you can do it. Um, trackless trolley is the one advantage. Is it's pretty easy to actually make one because any bus that has an electric motor and right. um, you can you either
0: use um, – you know, like a basic, a a, a basic canary. How do you say it properly? Cantonary. Cantonary. Yes, Cantonary. I've I've been putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable the whole time, the whole time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, uh, right. So you could have it basically with that, um, or you could have capacitive roads. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but capacitive that's probably really
1: ba- actually battery technology is advancing so much. Oh, that's right. Battery that you'd only need what I call the charging one. So you know, charge you charge in a station, and then go. That's what actually Boston is intending to get rid of a lot of there and replace it with you know quick charging, because battery technology has advanced so much that they're like, uh, we don't want to maintain this, but we still want to be environmentally friendly, and we have to run these underground. Right,
0: right, right. And then well, that's the other thing they have to be electric because they have to run underground.
1: So they're going to probably, I know, they're probably going to replace a lot of them with just purely battery operated buses.
0: That's I that's, so that's my that's my idea. That Boston, doesn't that it, doesn't it, sound
1: that doesn't that's, it sounds even more reasonable than when I said it. It's not as bad. Boston Silver Line which is a hybrid they they use weird hybrid buses that are hybrid diesel and electric. Okay. As in they have a diesel generator. No, yeah. I, I, I mean some trains are hybrid too. So they they use that similar technology. Huh. It's it's honestly it's doable and it's not as expensive because the Silver Line which is their BRT
0: does it if you can get the if you can get the con- tunnel construction down. Down? But what I'm saying is is that the tunnel the tunnel construction variable is in my mind just for the tunnel itself pretty equivalent whether it's a sub whether it's a subway track or it's a roadbed because you have to both have to start with a tunnel mm-hmm. that's a certain size subways aren't really taller than buses but by much I don't think are um, no, trains taller no, than buses?
1: No. Uh, b- a typical bus is about 10... A, t- a typical bus ha- clears 10-1. Ten,
0: ten okay. A so, typical subway is about about, about that one. Right. About so so one. the tunnel sizes have to be pretty equivalent. And the first tunnel that I would make would be restoring the uh, old Brooklyn Bridge line, the old Crosstown Brooklyn Bridge line that they tore down, I think, 80 years ago. Because to get to the Brooklyn Bridge from Bushwick is actually really difficult. But it didn't used to be because there was a subway line or an elevated subway line that went there. That's why if you when you get off at Myrtle Broadway, you can see there's like a third track that's not being used or a third like structure for a track that that just is there because was, that's where that line used
1: to go. I was wondering what that elevated was because I know I have a, a bunch of new buildings that are popping up there. And I'm like,
0: what is? What yeah, was that? That went to the Brooklyn Bridge. That would be incredibly useful, but. That was the same kind of noise issue. It was a lie, it was, you know, a lighting. It was a quality of life issue. And so they tore it down. But that's an incredibly valuable corridor that I think it's uh it's not the B 38. It's some other bus mm-hmm. that that's replaced it, but there there's no more bandwidth on the ground. So that's why I'm saying underground electric bus tunnels that beca- and the idea to have it. Complement the subways rather than increasing than rather than just extending the subway itself is so you don't have to worry about transfers to other lines. You can just add. You can just say, okay, we're adding a new line here. We're adding a new line here. We're adding a new line here with the subway transfer. You don't have to. You don't have to think about the existing track network, which I think makes this incredibly valuable as well as reducing expenses.
1: And I'm just showing an image of the MBTA's. That bus looks old. Yeah. As I said, this trackless trolley is literally over it's from the seventies, early eighties? Seventies. This this trackless trolley is literally, um, I want to say it's like fifty years old. Oh wow, yeah. The first trackless trolley was opened in nineteen thirty six. Thirty six? And it was electric? Yep, electric trolley buses. Oh, oh, oh it was trolley trolley. Yeah, it was a trolley right. bus. So effectively it's come fully this tunnel was built fully
0: underground. See there's a little it's a bus and it has a little um, it still has tenor. a platform, so yeah, it has a little platform. It's almost like the it's almost like the Montreal Metro since they're rubber tired. Yeah, that's but it's funny. an actual bus, like it's you a know, bus. yeah,
1: it drives on the surface and then it goes into a little underground tunnel. They go into the a little underground tunnel. They drive underground. They're clean, environmentally friendly. That's exactly
0: that's exactly my point. And it it also gets around the existing issue with bus rapid transit, which is that it, it's impossible to implement effectively.
1: Yeah, and this is the this is the new this is a new BRT like system. But the go, thing coming is, out like, of a tunnel. but
0: we're having, I mean, like they they have bus only lanes uh, in the city that they have a problem enforcing. They you have, could you could
1: do it only if you were willing to do what they do. Um, you'd have to put you know blockers, you know, you'd, right. you'd have to put like concrete or at least you know like little- a little gate delineators, you know the little
0: sticks? Right. That's what they're that's the technical name for them, a delineator. Oh. Right. So they ha- they would have to do that, but the problem is is like I mentioned, there's no more space, there's no more bandwidth on these streets and you have to you need to increase the amount of available bandwidth because there's only more people to bring this whole thing back around to the buildings that you're watching being built around me. The amount of people who use the DeKalb Avenue subway, I'm not even talking Bedford Avenue which is being redesigned. The, the amount of people that use the DeKalb Avenue subway station in the morning is obscene and it was obviously far exceeds the capacity that that station was originally designed to hold and it has like one vending machine for tickets mm-hmm. for for metro cards which is really annoying um so the i'd say in the last 10 years the amount of people using that station had to have quintupled it had to have increased by at least a factor of 5 and there and it's not those, I mean, especially if the L train does shut down, where are they going to go? Mm-hmm. The only the, the
1: only lines that weirdly enough has the spare capacity, as of right now, um, weirdly enough, the A actually they have to backtrack all the way to Broadway Junction because the A does have that capacity. That's really, the, a lot of the A's capacity is the A is the A in Brooklyn is actually not doesn't get crowded until you hit downtown Brooklyn, and because uh. it, because a lot of people are not running express, so people would fill the expresses. Because the thing is, the A, if you were willing to backtrack, the A starts filling up, and then once it gets in Manhattan, then
0: it starts dumping people out, out, out. Right. I've done that a couple times. Um, I can't remember why, but it's not it's not too crazy because it's I think it's only like three or four stops east from here yeah. to go to Broadway Junction. That's how I get to JFK, or sorry, that's not how I get, I mean, I, I go to Broadway Junction to get to JFK, but I don't take the, I don't go east to go west, mm-hmm. uh, but I have done that before a couple times, I can't remember why, anyway, um, so yeah, um, I think that brings us to the end of this fine episode that we've had, Euchenna, what, is there anything, uh, anything else you want to talk about? um no not really thank you for having me you're a great host why thank you i appreciate it that's why we've done 76 of them this is number 76 let's uh let's end by talking about um two things that are from the top that i actually didn't cover one of them is about this brutal startup that is using eye tracking to force you to watch its ads it's finally happening it was only a matter of time. People have been making jokes about it for, I mean, it goes back to Clockwork Orange. I mean, People have been making jokes about it for 50 years. Now that, now that you have to use Face ID to unlock your phone, people are thinking, well, I could probably use it to make sure that people are watching my ads. And if they go like this and they move and move their periphery, then I can tell that they're not watching it. So then I'm going to turn off the, the ad. And then once they resume, gonna... it's going to be terrible. I'm not going to lie, that's deceptively brilliant. It is. It's br- it's it's evil, but it's brilliant. I mean, it's I look, I respect it from a technology and from a business standpoint, but the problem is it only like we mentioned before, it only enables this broken model of display ads of linear TV advertising that does make up a significant amount of the internet uh especially the internet media economy, but it's uh, like a skyscraper built on sand. It shouldn't it, it should it, it's not meant to last. Um and this is what's com- and this is what's coming of it. So everybody is 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 losing money. The CPMS are going down. So they'll say, okay, well we'll make sure that people are watching the ads by forcing them to do this. Of course, I'm sure if you jailbreak your phone, you'll be able to get around that restriction, which might mm-hmm. be something that I would want to do if this ever did happen. Um, uh, I think that's. Oh, and oh yeah, and one last thing. Oil traders uh, are now watching workers' phones at oil refineries to spot problems. Based on where they're congregating. And then they're trading futures based on what they're watching with like live GPS data from phones. I'm honestly shocked that hasn't happened sooner. That's It's it's one of those, you know,
1: one of those as we have the modern features, it feels like something that should have happened sooner.
0: It does. But I think maybe the ability to get the aggregate imagery. Here, I'll show you. To get the aggregate imagery in, in a somewhat of a timely manner. Without being too prohibitive in cost, it's probably one of those intersection things that hasn't happened until recently.
1: Well, it's also like how um, how you were able to locate a bunch of U.S. bases by taking data from Fitbits. Fitbits? Yeah, the Fitbits. Yeah, sorry, I said it wrong. That's uh, why? What? They don't have GPS. They ha- actually they do. They do? The- yep, they do. They have a location tracker. Oh no. Yeah, and then there was, and then they were able to correlate those, and they're like, wait a second you can correlate those on a map and those happen to be um where um mysterious us bases
0: are overseas. Wow. That's that's incredible. Um I don't I don't know I don't know what to say. But that's I mean the stuff that they know, the stuff that they can tell from this is is really And that's a funny thing. It's um you know, it's a fitness tracker too. You don't even think about the fact that it has I mean like I never thought I I have I mean I have this guy Mm -hmm. that i don't really use too much and that's a fitbit and that has a gps in it i believe i'm like you can look up the article but i
1: believe it's the maybe the phone's data syncing up but it's definitely it was one of those huh
0: is that uh help article does my fitbit have gps (laughs) certain fitbit devices can capture gps data including yeah uh does mine Uh, the Blaze, the Charge 2, the Charge 3, the Fitbit Inspire, the HR, and Fitbit Versa do. And I don't think mine is any of those. Good. Oh, I guess it's like the watch. Okay. Several Fitbit devices work with sensors on your nearby phone to capture GPS data. This is known as connected GPS. Fun. Just yet another place that's harvesting your location down at a cell um all right well i think we've reached the end of make sure we're still recording this show of this lovely show i believe we hit the two hour mark so um do you have uh would you i forgot how we end stupid show you approve this week's pull request (laughs) (laughs) yes i do wonderful uh and how about uh you the studio audience Wonderful. Then let's all hit merge and we'll see you in two weeks hopefully right here on Request. This has been the Pneumonium production. The views and opinions expressed on Request do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries. This week's theme music provided by Voltec. Visit them at V-U-L-F-E-C-K dot com.